Charlemagne the God. Andrew Schultz. Welcome to another week of the Brilliant Idiots Podcast, man. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate everybody that subscribes and ranks us on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Salute to everybody that listens to us on SoundCloud. We appreciate all the support. Everybody who takes clips, puts them on your various websites and shit. You like this intellectually ignorant shit, don't you? Don't you, huh? Uh, my guy, Andrew Schultz. How, how was your week, bro? Oh, it was good. Charlotte was good. Shout out to all the uh, Brilliant Idiots. Did you go to Mertz? No, nah, I didn't go to Mertz. Why you ain't go to Merch, man? You uh, can't go to Charlotte and not I go went to Merch. Let me get a pen. I went to uh, Price's Chicken Coop, which was bomb. It was a fried chicken spot in uh, in Charlotte, and it was it was really good. Ultimate detection until you go to Cookout. What's Cookout? Cookout is a fast food restaurant uh-huh. that serves cookout style food. Okay. But it's just amazing. Late at night, you leave the comedy club, you go to that shit, yeah. get you a nice hamburger off the grill, a hot dog, okay. a, the milkshakes are crazy. It's good. I yeah. love the Carolina. I love, you know, I'm from South Carolina, but I love Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. Charlotte was cool, man. I like Charlotte. There was a lot of, uh, I was stoked that there's a lot of Brilliant Idiots fans out there. Literally every show I do, the second I say dick in some sort of way, I just, there, someone in the audience just screams out, dick, dick talk. talk. <laughs> so it was cool that the audience got behind it and it was Halloween. Oh, I saw some, I saw some fucked up shit that made me real sad. What? So above the comedy club where I was at, the comedy zone, shout out to the comedy zone. They was uh, on Halloween. They had a performance, and it was it was uh, with Coolio. Oh my god! It, wait for and Tone Loke. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. But this was the saddest. Oh part. my Dude, god! Dude, it, it was like I was watching what could happen. That is the epitome of struggle. Though. No, but, that's hip hop. Wait, wait. hip hop don't age well. Well, wait, oh no, oh hip hop no. is milk. Oh no, yeah. Hip hop ages like white people. Hip hop, yeah. <laughs> hip hop yes. ages poorly. Jay-Z's an anomaly. Well, it, yeah, Jay Z, yeah, he really is. Jay Z, Pharrell, and you can't even really say Pharrell because he's he's a producer, so he yeah. should be good. He's also an alien, so yes. That's why he ages like that. But uh, but yeah, so it was uh, it was a show and uh, cool. It was raining, nobody was there. It was like half full. It was outside, freezing cold, and uh, there was a stage. Y'all ready for Coolio? And the stage, the lighting system, the stage had had there was one light. It looked like a flashlight with a little red, Ugh. like a little red paper over it to give it light, and they just blinked it on and blinked it off. And they blinked it on and blinked it off. Oh. And that was supposed to get the crowd hype. And uh, y'all ready for Coolio? And nobody said anything. What and was then the he demographic just, of this crowd? Bro, I don't know. I, I, it was, I, I mean, 21 to 30. Was like, it packed? No, it was half full. It was raining. Nobody was there. He ran on and a couple people were like, yeah. A couple people didn't even recognize him. People were going, is that the guy from the cooking shows? Apparently he does oh, cooking yeah, he shows does now. Shows. Who, did, who did they expect to come oh. to these shows? Like Tone Loke, Wild Thing. Motherfuckers' grandmas were dancing the wild thing. Like, literally. Funky Cole Medina. Nobody, 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 who the fuck is coming out? But it was, I was watching this. I just did a show downstairs, Mm -hmm. right? And I came up and I get to watch this and it's like, you know, I'm seeing my career go up and I'm seeing what can happen to a career. It was like this really, you know, wild experience. You know what I mean? It's like, stay on your grind or this could fucking happen. But that's why you got to make as much money as you can when you're in that moment. Well, didn't he make money? I don't know, dog. Man, Coolio must have made money. He was he was famous. Now, now Tone Loke was also the voice of goddamn that cartoon. Oh yeah, so he, uh, he should have made checks. Dayday's kids was it? Day- was it Baby's kids? No, it was a, it was a, it was a regular cartoon. Yeah, I remember seeing him on like a, like a true Hollywood story with him where he was saying some shit like that. Yeah. Anyway, thank you to everybody who came out to the shows. I really appreciate that. There was a guy I forget his name, but he he uh, he was he was real. He was cool. He was cool. He came out and he was. Uh, 
He was a big fan of yours, and he said, uh, "Yo, I always thought one day I might get to meet Charlemagne, but I don't know if I will." It was real weird to see him kind of be like sad about it. Yeah, like I'm prince of somebody. Yeah, but no, to, <laughs> to him maybe you were. But I said that I give him a shout. I forget your name, bro. But thank you for coming out. I really appreciate it, man. Hold on, we don't got no sponsor. Uh, no, we do, but in the middle, man. So you don't got no top sponsor no more? No. I'm falling the fuck off, dog. Hey, man, it see, happens, we already bro. We just close to being Coolio and goddamn Tone Loke. See, Loke that's already. it. Now we're fucking Tone Loke. You'll see. I saw Prince this weekend, man. Oh, yeah, how was Prince? I went oh, that's to, right, you were at SNL. Yeah, I went to the taping of SNL. Well, it wasn't a taping, it's live. Mm-hmm. I actually uh, gained new appreciation for what they do on SNL. Let's be clear, SNL's horrible. Like, the show itself. It's, it's, it's really bad, right? But the execution of it, I respect the fuck out of what they do. Because what do you it's, mean? it's think about it. It's an hour and a half show, right? Right. It's really live, like live in the moment, every second. Nothing yeah. is pre-taped. The sketches, yeah. everything. They got to be in position. They read off cue cards. Let me ask you a question. This whole time it was called Saturday Night Live. Did you not think it was live? Come on, man. We do television. How much times do we think do we say things are live? Bro, live is live, dog. Hey. I'm with live you on is that. live. But for them sketches and stuff, who knows? I thought some of them might have been pre-taped. All right. It was one the only pre-taped one, of course, was like the Taylor Swift one, because that was like a commercial. They had to get her in there. But the I was impressed at the execution. Okay. But terrible. You thought it wasn't funny at all? No, oh, no, no. SNL's not. I mean, now, no, not even a little bit. Really? No, not even a little bit. I mean, the only bright spots for me on SNL is Young Pete of Davidson. Of course, Young Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay Farrow's good. I think Jay Farrow's really good. You know okay. what I'm saying? His Cat Williams is spot on. Okay. You know, Keenan is good, but what is Ke- like? Keenan doesn't have a distinct character on the show. Yeah. You know, I just, I don't know. I think, I think Michael Che. Michael Che made me laugh because he fucked up in the middle of his uh. His, his, Michael his, Che's funny, man. I know, but he fucked up he's in the funny. middle of Weekend Update. And Weekend Update came on after the Prince performance. Yeah. So Michael Che's uh-huh. talking, and he's like, yeah. He stumbled over his words, so he <laughs> had to retell the joke. Oof. But you know when you retell the joke, it's it not funny. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nobody laughs, so Michael Che goes, Prince, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> And the whole crowd is like, yay, Prince. Start turning up. Like, it was great. That was the, that's a give it up for God, everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. you ain't gonna boo God. Yeah. Leslie Jones fucked up. Oh, really? Once. What happened? And, a, and during a bit with Chris Rock. Oh, shit. Not only did she fuck up, oh, she walked shit. off. Did Rock call her on it? No. She walked off, came back, and did the, let me get myself together, and said and did the line. That's what I was like. You know what? This is why they don't hire too many black people on this. And that. <laughs> this, 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 in that moment, I'm sitting in the audience like, now come on, Leslie. You're supposed to be representing. You not you. If anybody supposed to be on point, it's the blue black woman on the cast. Okay. <laughs> That's when you gotta do the white privilege thing. Mm-hmm. Like, see, a white person would be allowed to stay off stage. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, we bringing in our guests just in time. My guy, Little Rel, representing Chicago, Chi-Town. What's up, man? New show, Friends of the People, on True TV. Little Rel's in this bitch. (laughs) We were just talking about how how not funny SNL is. Oh, damn, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Put me on a spot like that about that. Now, now I did not say that this was uh, SNL is not funny. Charlemagne came out here saying SNL is funny. Charlemagne, he's the only person in this fucking nation that can say whatever he wants. And nobody don't dispute it. You made Kanye cry. I mean, but the truth is, man, <laughs> we all know SNL is not funny. This is. Oh, look, you know, after I did the Breakfast Club, okay, you know, I had to sit down, 
about what little real could say. What okay, he okay. Say. Why? What, what happened? What, what happened after What white man school? sat you down and put you in your place, <laughs> no, Ralph? I'm just playing. Nobody <laughs> sit me down. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it is nothing wrong with being politically correct. No, you ain't nothing wrong with. But I mean, SNL is not the. I don't think is as a fan of the show. I'm well. Two things. I'm excited about the new casting stuff. I do. Yes, I like, I do. Over there. Agreed. I think they needed Che over. They needed that. They so. need to go younger. It was a little bit dated. It was a little dated. So, but it's but it's, it's, it's a machine. Though. It's I don't think it'll ever go up unless Lauren Michaels decide to stop doing it. It's yeah. been going for so long, and it's not surprising. If you know what the hard thing is, this it's hard for you and your parents to like the same shit. Mm-hmm. True indeed. And you, our parents were watching SNL when they were kids, right? So there was a time when they were watching it, and their parents weren't. Right, and they're like, "Yo, this is our shit." So, how do you stay relevant to a fan base that is literally eighteen to eighty years old? How long is how long is the shit? That's what they're trying to do, and they're getting fresh talent. They ain't did well. I mean, a lot of us probably audition. You audition? You audition for it? Yeah. So it's it's weird. You always like, oh, that's that's how y'all picking it, which is dope about. When everybody start getting their own sketch shows, it's like you know you missing out. They had to feel like that when a Living Color came out. Yeah. So you mean to tell me you ain't y'all don't know about Jim Carrey and. Yeah, they, Tommy like, Davis, yeah, Jamie Foxx. It's very interesting, man. What do you mean? Oh, that they didn't pick them. They didn't, they didn't look for those guys. Man, you're not going to score 100, man. No, 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 no. He's got a good point. No. Which is what? If it's, not a, it's not a million comedians. If you do True. a showcase and you send... But the problem is the people in power, like they're most of the time lazy. They mm. don't go look at. They don't look for comedians like they used to. Either they go right on the internet, or they go with a suggestion. Yo, it's just like anything. It's like, do you want to spend that time? It's the reason why your boy who works yeah, at if you Verizon. Want to be rich. But think about it. If your boy works at Verizon, right, mm-hmm. and he works in L.A., they would much rather transfer him to New York than hire a new cat in New York. And that's what casting is. It's basically, oh, I got these people around me. I trust them. I know that they're funny. All right, you fucking well, that's come why on. We haven't had breakout stars on nothing lately because they don't. You know they used to find these people. Absolutely. Yeah, but the show has to <laughs> the show has to speak to us as well. It's like But you know what's interesting Saturday Night Live, right? Yeah. Number one sketch show yeah. in America for 40 plus years, at least yeah. the, the most popular. How have other sketch shows come in and done better than them with new talent? Have they? Yes, in Living Color? Chappelle show. Where is it living color now? It don't matter culturally. It had much more impact. <laughs> it absolutely, that's not, but that's not that's not why they stopped it, bro. That it, it ain't had nothing to do with them. A living color could have kept going on, but you could tell whatever Fox situation was with the Wayans. You know, them some real dudes, man. And absolutely. If, if, it, if they can't do what they wanted to do as far as creatively, you know, they did the right thing by leaving. Is this like yo? You don't know who Kim Hill? You you, you, could, you couldn't find Kim Hill. They don't get everybody Lauren Michaels' power, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Who are the casting directors of SNL? How are you letting all of this great talent pass well, you by? Hey, that's all that's I'm saying. That's all I'm saying is that you're not going to get every single time. It's they haven't gotten every none. It's time. been a while since they, it's, it's been a, like Pete is killing. Okay. For real. I'm yeah. proud to say he's really doing well. He's and that, and that's, a, that's, a, that's a steal for them. So, I mean, but it hasn't happened like that And he's not the typical time. SNL dude. He doesn't do characters, really. He doesn't do voices. He doesn't do any of that stuff. So it's like. A lot of on-the-job training for Pete. Yeah, he's he's doing. I mean, when he did the Riddler the other day, that was that was good. Yeah, he reminds. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's some people just got it. Mm-hmm. I think for a long time, but like Chris Farley didn't do anything that was just all his characters were so different. Yeah, he just had fat it. guy. Yeah, fat guy but with a little funny. coat. But it's fat about guy being funny though, coat right? fits. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't know what. I don't want to ruin my chances of being on SNL in the future, so I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> that's real, man. <laughs> so would you do SNL? No, nah, not now. You wouldn't do it now. I, unless I was hosting, I wouldn't be a cast member. I would text uh, you and say you a damn fool. Why wouldn't you, Ralph? Because now you know how you know. Once you start really learning what stuff, like in our show, we're all producers and writers and everything. It's hard to go backwards out of that without no real power. Oh, From this point on, in my career, 
Yeah. Whatever I do, I'm not gonna be just a talent on a show. Yeah. If so anything every, that's my show is gonna be my show. For people who don't know, Rail is a comedian. He's also on this new show on True TV called Friends, Friends of the People. Of the people. Yep. Uh, with a couple other people from Guy Code, uh, Jermaine, Fowler, Jermaine Fowler, Kevin Barnett, Fat Boy Barnett. Yeah. So uh, Josh, what's Josh's last name? Is the Rabinowitz. Nice oh, Josh Rabinowitz. I, I love Josh. <laughs> what that is kid it? is adorable. Rabinowitz. Rabinowitz. Okay. What's the, <laughs> yeah. the young lady's name? Is uh, Jennifer Bartel. Jennifer Bartel. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. And the Lucas Brothers. And the yeah, Lucas and Lucas Brothers. Brothers. We're just on Fallon. Who so, I just Josh. found out were twins. You thought they were just the same dude? Yes, I've seen, I used to yeah. always see this guy. Oh, for real? I never knew they were twins. Oh Until like I came to the Friends of the People. I came to like a preview show. And I'm looking, I'm like, hold up, they're twins? Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck knew? Yeah. <laughs> no the new idea. Mary Kay and Ashley. That's how it works. Okay, so Chris Rock was on SNL. Yeah. I thought his monologue was incredible. I thought it was hysterical. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was dope. Of course, people were offended because he touched on things that comedians, I don't, I don't know if they're afraid to talk about now. I just honestly think there's not, there's, there's not enough comedians that are smart enough to talk about. Well, that's not it either. I think it's people that's doing it, but it's no room to get on TV. It's like it's just not a lot to. A lot of those comics don't get on TV no more. You know, the okay. people they booking is the ones that that they feel like ain't gonna say nothing too crazy. I'm interested you said that because somebody else told me that earlier today. They said people don't got the platform. Like, but ain't y'all on the stage every goddamn night? Yeah, you can say a lot of stuff live. I think we probably heard some of the greatest. Jokes about terrorist attacks and nothing travels at a live show. No, a live show is a hundred people, man. Yeah, that's it. Even if every one of them tweets, it's a (laughs) hundred fucking tweets. You do one podcast, you do one TV show, or that kind of stuff, and all of a sudden the internet blows up. So you realize how limited stand up is. Stand up is so we do stand up because we love it. We love it. But you ain't getting famous from just stand up. Those days are fucking gone. You need a sketch show. You need a, you know, fucking show. Well, you got to tape everything, bro. Like, you can't just do one thing. Like, I, I don't know what I've said. I've done Nick Mom Night Out. Nick <laughs> to, Mom Night Out? What is it's that? It's a stand-up show on Nickelodeon. That's what I'm saying. It's so much stuff to do. I've done everything they like you want to do. Yeah. it Because you have to do that now. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's too many channels. Okay, even if you ask- do do it, I feel like, even if you do everything, you won't get as much traction as if you do one bit and all of a sudden, like a feminist blog takes it and says that you're a sexist and writes a big article about it. Now it's on Reddit. Now it's on all these things. Like you can have one joke that blow because it, it brings eyes to you, dog. It brings it makes people go, oh shit, look at this person. The fact that people are upset at Chris Rock's monologue is way better than if they liked it. No, I understand. but see, that's why Eddie Murphy quit, man. Why? I remember him saying he felt at some point he couldn't say what he wanted anymore without it being a big deal protest. Like it was just too. It's almost like he's predicted what's going on now. Yeah, that he knew it would go this far. Because Chris Rock been talking about controversial stuff since I don't know when. I think it was some stuff. Maybe some people should have been offended. I don't, by. I don't know how you could be offended by those jokes. That I, I don't understand yesterday, how you could be offended. It didn't even. It wasn't even anything he said to me that was. Nothing. All it was is I Nothing. talked about 9-11. I talked about the... I just mentioned these two things, and then people go, oh, wait a minute. You mentioned those things? We're not supposed to talk about that. I'm, I'm upset. I'm going to tell you what the problem is. People watch it on television, uh-huh. and before he can finish what he's saying, mm-hmm. they're already tweeting, oh, my God, I can't believe he's talking about 9-11. That's what I'm saying. This is so wrong. It's, oh, my God, he's talking about the Boston bombing. It's so buzzwords. You just say rape, right? You could say before that, you know what's the worst thing ever? 
rape. All they hear is, did rape. he just talk about raping somebody? <laughs> He's raping everybody. <laughs> what the comedy fuck? show? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, he so condones rape. He loves rape. That's <laughs> what he was saying. So they're just waiting to be upset. But the genius of Chris is that if you really listen to his material, you don't disagree with what he makes you laugh at. You can't tell me it must. It wouldn't suck if you ran 26 miles and then somebody yelled, run. Run! Like, you can't... You, it, dude, it don't matter. It was amazing. It's a great joke. Because, look, it doesn't matter how you feel about the Boston bombing. That part of the joke, makes, you agree with. And it makes perfect sense. It's, it's not it's, disrespected. It's, it's, it's smart. No. It's honest. Yeah. Listen, a guy called the radio station this morning about mm-hmm. the, the uh, Freedom Towers joke that he said, right? Yeah. Which I don't even think it was a joke. I just think he was telling the truth. The joke, to people who haven't heard it yet, basically he said he they're building this amazing building, the Freedom Tower. They should call it the don't, the don't Go In There <laughs> Because I'm, never, said, going I'm in. never going in there. No, who the fuck is going in? And who hasn't thought that? So I said to the guy after he complained, I said, let me ask you a question. Would you go in the Freedom Towers? He goes, no, I mean, I wouldn't go in there. So if you're, why are you upset? Because Chris Rock expressed verbally what you feel. I just think it's distasteful. So is it distasteful for you to feel that way? If it's distasteful for him to say it, it must be distasteful for you to for you to feel that way. Fuck out of here. Thought it was a great joke. He said, it was good. I thought it was a great joke. He yeah, said, can the building duck? I mean, that's that, really- was, that was the funny part. <laughs> he, said, that was, he said, who's going to sponsor this building? Target? Target, yeah. That was, those were the funny fucking points. It's like, he's so great because he'll take a super controversial topic and then he'll find something that you agree with within the controversy. Oh, who's said, not thinking that? Who's not yeah. thinking that? <laughs> yeah, agreed. Listen, I, that wasn't my favorite part. I lo- But that first joke with the Boston bottoming was fucking great. Nah, my man. favorite one was the gun shit. Oh, the gun shit was so ill. That shit was so fucking the ill. The gun yo. shit was so ill. And it showed, like, he, he kept it 100. Like, I don't support shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I used to support charities and all of that kind of stuff. But I go to this one charity, and, you know, it's against guns. Because I don't feel like, you know, we should get rid of all guns. You know what I'm saying? But you shouldn't have to have a, you shouldn't be allowed to have a machine gun across from a the school. The metaphor he said was great. He goes, listen, I'm not saying get rid of the guns, but there should be some limitations. It's like the same way I feel about driving. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not against NASCAR, <laughs> but you shouldn't be able to drive the NASCAR around the fucking town. Exactly. Like, who doesn't agree with that who about guns? Agree with that? And then he, after, he, after he leaves the event, he goes home, he checks his website. It's all of these people that, you know, want the right to bear arms, <laughs> talking shit to him. I'm going to kill you when I see you, blah, blah, blah. Chris Rock is like, well, goddamn. No, I need a gun. I need a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I need a gun right now. And, and you can't hate him for wanting a gun. He just got death threats. He just got death threats. How are you going to tell someone who just got a death threat that he doesn't want a gun. And then and then he wraps it up with, so from so now on, funny. if you ever see me so uh, speaking out against any disease, I, I got, got it. it. Yeah. <laughs> How can you be mad at that? Yeah, man. You can't be. But people will find a way to be offended. They're just being offended to be offended. That's, that, that's petty as hell, man. That, that that monologue was so fucking hilarious. We, that was one of the best we've seen in a long time. Actually. A long time. Dude, what I loved about it is he knew it was going to piss people off. Like, Chris and me. I don't think he was trying to piss people off. No, yo. he knew it would. He wasn't trying to, he but he knew it would. it would. There's a I don't difference. I think he knew it would. Man, Charlamagne, so. you out of your mind. I'm going to tell you why. Charlamagne, Charlamagne, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about Chris. Let me tell you real quick. No, let me tell you something about Chris. I interviewed Chris Rock. Right? I've spoken to Chris Rock okay. a lot. I speak to him regularly. But I, I at the interviewed him when, when Good Hair was out. Remember, it was a big controversy over Good Hair. Black women was mad as a motherfucker. He was he was perplexed as to why people were upset over Good Hair. He could not understand it. Like he he couldn't even talk. He was he was trying to do the interview. He was like, "How are people upset about good hair?" But see, at the time when he when he did the interview, it was right before it came out, though, right? No, it was out. It had just oh, came out. I don't know how somebody like, after they watch it get mad at that. Wait, what? Good hair? Yeah. yeah. So, I so that lets me know. I don't think is that he surprising. Does, that I don't I think he does think the good hair guys? piss people off. 
No, he doesn't do it to. Pr- Actually, I wouldn't go so far. I think I think there's a couple things. I think he knows he's the smartest guy in the room, mm-hmm. and I think he likes flexing that muscle. I think he likes going. Oh, you think that you're never allowed to talk about the Boston bombing? How much you want to bet? Not only can I talk about it. I'm funny enough to make you laugh about it. And I think he gets off on that. I think all comedians that talk about controversial shit, mm-hmm. like, we get off on that shit, dude. It's The second something bad happens, my brain starts going, how can I justify this shit? How can I justify, you, know, you know, even with the fucking Ray Rice thing, as horrible as that is, as a comedian, you start, your brain starts turning and it starts going, all right, how can I find a way where this shit is okay? His Ray Rice material was fucking incredible, dude. I think I don't want to give it away because I'm sure he'll do it on a special. But mm-hmm. I saw him working out the cellar, and what he was saying about Ray Rice was the most. Dude, this is this is a good time for Chris Rock, especially with everything that's happening. Yes, this is so time. This time, his time to shine. Like mm-hmm. this, this way he showed why he's probably smarter than most of us. <laughs> what, yeah. What's your approach to comedy, Ro? Do you do you say things that you know are going to piss people off on purpose? No, nah, that ain't that's that's that weird shot bullshit. There you go. That ain't that ain't me. I don't like doing that type of shit. I, I'm, I'm kind of I go throwback. You know what I mean? I'm for real. Like you hear comics always talk about who they look up to, and then you watch them on stage, and none of their material matches whoever the fuck they look up to. Like nigga, you look up to who? But with my, with me, I really do look up, you know, to Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. and I talk about a lot of personal stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's very personal, no matter what the fuck it is. Like it's it's new stuff I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna take my hour in December. Um, that I'm excited about shit, you know what I mean? Like I just went through a divorce and all this other shit, so I have a whole nother perspective that I see other people come at come at things mm-hmm. with. I'm coming really honest and open, and I don't care how I look. I can look soft, motherfucker. Everybody act like men can't be hurt off shit. No, <laughs> if, you, if you're not afraid to talk about yourself, yeah, you gotta you do can it. talk about anything. Whatever be vulnerable, man. We want to see you be vulnerable. That's that's who that's who do well in comedy. People, people who are vulnerable. vulnerable. That's who do well in any form of. Media, period. Yeah. If you're a radio personality, if you're an artist, if you're a comedian, if you're transparent and you're bringing people into your life, they'll love you forever. People, people relate to vulnerability regardless of who you are. But uh, to what you were saying about shock, see, I disagree with you. I can't, I I can't get into a comic unless there's some shock value. Like Chris Rock is shocking to me. He's gonna say mm-hmm. thing. He's gonna say, you know, uh, Hillary Clinton should have been sucking that dick, and then people go, whoa, and then he'll justify it. But to me, I need a whoa. Okay, so we talking about one of the best. See, the problem is you. You know how people look up to people like a Chris Rock. Say, oh, the shock comedy. They take it and they take it to a level that it doesn't make any sense. Agree. Exactly. Fucking ignorant. Shock. Shock for shock. Stupid. Right. Yeah. Just going up there right. and be like, I fisted a chicken. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. But if you say I fisted a chicken and then have a brilliant reason why it's okay to fist a fucking chicken. Then hey, I, I love make me disagree with you and then get me to agree. That is as a comedian, that's the that's my favorite thing to do. Can I get you to disagree with this premise as an audience? Yes. And now I do I get you to agree that's what with I love about Patrice O'Neill, man. Patrice. He's a fucking beat. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, Patrice a, wasn't a shock person to me either. Some people think he is. And I'm gonna tell you why in a second. Go ahead. Because I honestly, it's and that's about the honest comp. Like, it's bits I've done. Maybe somebody else will be, oh, that's kind of that's why would you when I did my comedy Central half, I do this bit about uh <laughs> These little kids, I, I came up with my solution on why it's violence in Chicago. You know okay. what I mean? Because I think a lot of them, them kids is raising themselves. And when you got to raise yourself from a kid, you know, from a baby, like these independent little kids. I do a joke about this little three-year-old I met who independent, he carry his own car seat, whatever. It's a whole little thing about it. Gotcha. It was people emailing me and Twittering me like, oh, man, that's fucked up. Why would you shit on What are you talking? Like, this is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You idiot. It is kids, kids literally taking themselves, take care of themselves. So Absolutely. for somebody to say that, I mean, somebody's never seen it before. Like, you just trying to impress white people. What? 
I'm from the <laughs> west side of Chicago. What are you talking about? Man, you can. Like, I, mean, I got to a heated argument with this dude. Black people not man, let we, each other be great, man. No, Look, it's so, it's so funny. Oh my but God. it's so realistic. And people think, because I can't help who the audience is, I'm performing this in front of. Got you. You understand what I'm Absolutely. saying? So you act like, bro, I didn't, before I outdid it in Boston, I didn't know my audience was going to be basically all white people i didn't i don't care to be yeah. honest with you i do the same material in front of whoever so the money green who gives a fuck she would do you know like I, I, you know, <laughs> they, they label me a shock jock all the time on the radio and i always say there is no value in shock if you are approaching any microphone with mm-hmm. the intention to be shocking mm-hmm. with the intention to purposely piss people off mm-hmm. you will eventually shoot yourself in the foot <laughs> and what you said about young comedians looking up to other comedians and then aspiring to be like them, and then, you know, like, so say they'll end up talking about fist and the chicken. It's the same thing with Howard Stern, right? Mm-hmm. Howard Stern was never a shock jock, like, having girls have sex in a goddamn church in a cathedral. He was just an honest person. Mm-hmm. So being that he was honest, that is what was shocking, mm-hmm. being honest. But then you got these other guys who would come along, like the, I think his name was Bubble the Love Sponge, and they would do shit like have... People, couples having sex in cathedrals to be shocking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm that's saying? That's just doing too much, man. That's that's bullshit. And guess where they at? Who knows? Meanwhile, Howard Stern is still reigning supreme. I just Wendy Williams wasn't a shock jock. Wendy Williams was just telling her honest opinion, mm-hmm. giving her honest see. That's take the thing. On There's situations. this negative connotation to something shocking. We were talking on the phone yesterday about this. Honesty is shocking. Honesty is shocking. That's so all it is. Just if it's if you're being honest about kids in Chicago, if you're being honest about the Boston Marathon, mm-hmm. you're being honest about whatever it is that you're talking about. If you're being honest about school shootings, whatever your joke is, if it's honest, a lot of times it's going to be shocking. Shock for shock's purpose Never is wins. stupid. Just like, in my opinion, being a clean comic to be clean. Yeah. Like, if yeah. you're doing anything besides for the purpose of honesty... It's worthless. Yeah, if, you know you're a clean, if you're genuinely a clean person, if in your do life you, you don't say curse words and that kind of shit, and sure. It, and it should do be and it should be easy. Like I, I look at it like it's certain people I don't curse around. Like in my family, your that's mama, just a respect grandma. for it. Like I had shows when my aunts came out, and I'm like, okay, I guess I ain't cursing tonight. You and from people, Chicago and never curse around your aunt? Won't do it. I won't do it. I'm not comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can't help it because I I got respect like that mm-hmm. in my family. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and it was still a great show. Nobody even knows I didn't curse. Sure. The people that force it, like, yeah, I'm a clean comic, bro. You should be able to do anything if you got to do tonight show and they tell you just can't say mf, bro. Just do your cut it out. It's just that easy. So yeah. to put or, yourself in a label like this, or crazy. if you're or if you're a comic and you're just a filthy motherfucker, I know there's filthy motherfuckers out there. Like a tell, while he could easily do a late night show, mm-hmm. you're not getting a tell a tell. One of the, one of the best that does it. Put yourself on a platform where that's what you do, where you can be filthy, you can't curse, whatever. Just be who you are. Who you Sometimes are. that honesty is fucking shocking. That's why I don't want you to be upset because you say shit on that's shocking on radio sometimes. Yeah, right? I mean, it's shocking because it's the truth. But I'm not approaching the mic. I, I know personalities who mm-hmm. have purposely tried to be shocking. And guess what? They don't have jobs right now. Yeah, but no you one, no saying? one's accusing you of doing it purposely. Mm-hmm. I think in that moment, you're like, I want to suck out a fart out of J-Lo's ass. Like the day I said I on the radio, <laughs> Kylie Jenner comes from a long line of horse. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers speaking like, oh my God, I can't believe you just said that. Does she come from a long line of them? <laughs> There's one whore that she's related her to. Mother? Who's her mother? Who did her mom fuck? Chris Jenner? Who the mother? Two guys? Who are the two guys? An Olympic gold medalist okay. and one of the most wealthy <laughs> lawyers in fucking Los Angeles. Chloe that makes you a they whore. Don't, they don't even, Chloe, Holy Chloe shit. Chloe's not even sure who her father is. Say what? 
How, they say Chloe fucked up. They say OJ was her father. Are you? Oh, time, 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 they said OJ might be Chloe's father, and OJ was the family friend. Charlamagne, what? Charlamagne, what? Charlamagne, <laughs> you you really believe that OJ was Khloe Kardashian's dad? OJ was a shit dad too. What? Man, Tell get the the fuck first of all, first of all, first of all, one of the best running backs in the league. That's shock jock. Chris Jenner's no no no. Chris Jenner's Chris Jenner's best friend was who? Nicole. OJ at the house. Everybody's drinking, drunk. OJ give you think OJ wasn't trying to fuck hey, every this, white this, woman in that house. This old, no, this old he wasn't. This old Hollywood. What? Yeah. Wait, wait, why does OJ have to fuck every white woman? Why? Why is that part of the plan? Why? He was why fucking every white woman? <laughs> why are we just accepting that shit? Because he you was. Don't think OJ was fucking every white girl. That's what OJ did back in the day. <laughs> yes, that's it. What he did. It. He could have fucked other white women. Maybe not his lawyer's fucking wife. What better? You know what I want to do? I want to get his lawyer. I want to get my lawyer's wife pregnant with the ugliest kid that she has. He didn't mean to shoot her club up. With the ugliest kid. He didn't she mean had. to do that. <laughs> shit here, happens. Get out of here. To act like OJ didn't fuck Chris, and to act like that's far fetched is no way. Absolutely, it not. is far fetched. No, why? Have you looked at Chloe? Does she look anything like OJ? Yes. Oh, she does. She <laughs> oh, she like definitely NFL looks mixed. Fucking running back. Oh yeah, she definitely <laughs> looks mixed. She looks like, absolutely. She does. She when looks, I look at Chloe, like, I go, like, look at half black. Look absolutely. She looks yeah. like an NFL fucking look at running that. back. Absolutely. <laughs> definitely half black. Look, look, you see her exactly. You see her. Absolutely. I mean, they, they, they all face, look like they they all look mixed. To be honest, they with look you. Armenian like their mother or their father is Armenian. That's what they look like. Hey man. Hey, she fucked two dudes. That doesn't make and two successful guys. I would ha, listen. Two how many unsuccessful? How many unsuccessful girls have you fucked? How about how many gold okay. medals have you fucked? Let me, let me let me. How many gold medals you fucked? None. Oh no, I have actually. Who? Don't worry about man, it. Fuck out of here. I promise to God, I have. <laughs> she runs track. Gold anyway, medalist, my ass. Now. You ain't fucked nothing. no gold yes, medal. You fucked a Olymp, not a fish fry yes. gold medalist in South Carolina. <laughs> An Olympic gold Listen, medalist? I'll tell you when we, I'll show you when we get off this podcast. Break, say it right now. First of all, it's a woman know. gold medalist. Nobody knows who the fuck I would they never are. Do that to her. Second of I would all, never do that to her. But anyway, do that to her. No, you think I fucked the guy? No, I know it's a girl. <laughs> but why? Why is this a bad thing for you? Giving her some? Sh- she's gonna make it on Wheaties no. now. Absolutely not. You got to stop doing this to people. That's why people don't like you. Why? <laughs> stop, stop trying to put people on the spot. That's shot bullshit. Listen, that's honesty. <laughs> that's that's honesty. I honestly want to know who you and had sex what? with. I, and I would honestly never put somebody's business out there in this platform. Okay, you pussy. No, that's why I'm the hip hop Howard Stern. I'm gonna be around. I'm gonna all these Howard Why all these Howard Stern? Now you missed the shot, Jack. Why all these other no? Why all these other motherfuckers are trying to say the most shocking shit because they think that's what Charlemagne does? Yeah. Bye. Fired. Okay. There goes more competition. I hear that. Hey, let's let's play that recording of Floyd Mayweather reading. That won't be shocking or anything like that. That shocking. Oh shit. Well, who was that shocking to? America when he couldn't fucking read? Yeah, it was that he couldn't read. <laughs> don't hop on your high horse about it this wasn't. shit. Don't think you're better <laughs> I, than people because you don't that, say some but, fucking gold medalist listen, name that you fucked. Even, even you do all listen, the fucking same that shit. Same, that same bit came from an honest place. All I wanted to do was let the listeners hear it. Fair. I honestly want to know who this gold medalist is. Never would I do that. Okay, did Never she, w- was it a group event or a single person event? Doesn't even matter. But back to Khloe Kardashian <laughs> and motherfucking OJ. Do you know the latest rumor is that Lionel Richie is fucking Khloe's father? Now, I don't believe Hold that on. one. Fucking no. Khloe's father? Yes. Lionel Richie was fucking Chloe's. No, Lionel Richie is fucking Chloe's. Father. Oh, okay. okay. Yes. I was like, Jesus, Charlamagne, how far down the and rabbit hole are we going? Let's be clear about another thing. Yeah. The apple never falls too far from the tree. Most of the time when you see a hoe, guess who the fucking mama is? I mean, uh-huh. guess who the, the pimp? 
a fucking pimp who lived that life too. Now she's living vicariously through her daughter. Hmm. You would have to be a certain type of woman to allow your daughter to say, hey, you know what? Let's profit off this sex tape. You know what? Go ahead and do play. That's crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? So you think that she's the mastermind of that sex tape? Look what her look what the do, look what the two young daughters are doing now. Why the fuck y'all in and out of studios with every fucking rapper? Wait, if you're a 17 or 18 year old girl, you wouldn't want to fuck these rappers. <laughs> I just this is what I don't understand. When we fuck when we fuck girls that we wanted to fuck yes. our whole lives, it's cool. When these girls fuck. A handful of dudes. We're not talking about fifty guys. Yeah. A handful of the, some of the most successful dudes in the world. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're whores. Wouldn't you rather? I didn't say they're whores. Oh, man, you would do that. Sh- do that up. shit when you grown, fam. If, if my daughter, she ain't about to be eighteen, isn't grown. Nah, hell no. Nah. If my daughter's mama, eighteen, where, she can fuck whatever where, famous person she she's wants. She's not eighteen. Nah. Where, Who's not eighteen? Um, Kylie's seventeen. The other one's nineteen or something. Yeah, shit the like one that. that's riding around with Tiger and in the studio with Drake is seventeen years old. Hey, I was flying to Europe with motherfucking Tiger. Probably that's crazy, man. I was legal. I was fucking. I would let my daughter get away with that shit. And where is Chris to speak out on that? <laughs> Why is Bruce the only person on the show saying no? These girls are such and such age, this and that. Why is Chris like she cares so go. much about the girls of the family? Bruce changed himself into one. Yes. <laughs> being, being a being a Kardashian or a Jenna only matters when you're a woman. Bruce wants and to matter. Bruce wants that. That's it. Damn. He's walking Shaved to America's next apple. top lesbian hey. just to fucking keep up with everybody fucking up. That's right. That shit is fucked up, yo. God, that's right. That's what they about the reality shows. It's tragic. You almost could see people's lives go down a drain live. Why well, you never did a reality show, Russ? I wouldn't do it. Were you offered one? <laughs> no. Yeah, no. It was uh own did like this show where they end up doing it with all female comedians, but when they did the scissor reel or whatever, uh I did it with my family or whatever. So they had my kids and at the time. So what were they saying you them. look like a female comedian kind? No, they I couldn't do it because of the living color thing. So then they had to recast oh. it and they made it all female comedians. Oh, so you was you were supposed to be on the recast of the new and living color as yep, well. I did that. Yep. Okay, so Keenan kinda got it right. He picked America's next top sketch people. I think he's smart. I think he's a very smart guy. He did a, he's he was cool. I like the Wayners, man. I still keep in touch with them and stuff. So yeah. what happened with uh can you speak on that? I can because I don't know anything. Oh, really? <laughs> hey, well, nobody like we haven't even seen what we shot. Only people that have, I think seen it is is the president of Fox and Keenan. Yeah, I feel like it's like locked up in a vault. Even though I think the other way and see, but they're a real close family. If they saw, it, they wouldn't tell you anyway. Keenan really? told me that. Um, <laughs> Keenan told me that the reason he felt like it couldn't work was because. Internet, the internet makes it hard to do shows like that because the internet guys do everything before you can get it to TV. Right. And even if the internet shit isn't that good, it's still it's the still concept done. is gone. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Well, I mean, this is, but, well, he had to realize it's, it's a different writing style too, though. Mm-hmm. So I, I get what he was saying. He, he makes a good point, but like with us, we're, this is a part of our generation doing stuff like this. So we kind of know how to write in this, this speed and habits to be, just be much better than, what they put now, because now this shit is about 15 seconds now. So the full sketches ain't even going on YouTube like you used to, unless mm-hmm. you can really produce some dope shit. Mm-hmm. If you can just throw on a wig now and. That's what Vine is. Keep your beard and shit. And it's literally just dudes with facial hair that put on a wig. That's so weird. And man. then say how girls cook eggs in the morning. And they literally do a six second thing where their like, shirt is rolled up under there. But you know that's I mean, it's crazy. Kids, that's these kids' TV, though. Like, my man was just telling me, my dude was just telling me that he saw D.C. Young Fly at Howard's Homecoming. He said D.C. Young Fly walked into the spot and shut shit down like a, a, a national television star. 
He's funny to me, and and and, and, and he's funny to me too. Fuck you, see, fuck he, you. Man. But fuck that, all you that's me. like that's Bring that that's like here, that's man. how the young dudes in Chicago like he is. He just knew how to record himself. Yeah, yeah. So if yeah. he brought to the brought that shit to the shot, they roast the shit out of his ass in his style. So, oh, so <laughs> wait, that, wait, what? What'd so that's not DC Young Fly's thing. I, I mean, he's a part of that generation. I think it's that generation's thing. You know, we all our generation have a way we roast and all that shit. Yeah, he sound like every sixteen to seventeen year old I know in Chicago. So if you walk down the street, them motherfuckers are in a group of them will roast the shit out of your ass. Yeah. Mama Ex- June face asshole. He just did this. He knew how to record that shit. So yeah. he just was smart. So, so his skill he's, was he's probably the, the he's probably the, the nerd. Nah, I'm fucking with you. No, no, I say it. No, yeah, it's a good he, point. He probably is like the nerd. He just knew how to use the phone. All the the real people who really do that shit are really in the streets, but they he, do that shit. He is funny though. He's no, funny. I said he ain't funny. Like, he got rappers mentioning him in mentioning him in rappers. mentioned Chris Brown. Him. Did you just? I just read Chris Brown rant. And he, the first thing he started was bring your ass here, boy. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. Chris Listen, Brown, I, 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 I'm not <laughs> mad. You know, and I had like Donnell Rollins was telling me that you know he's seen those guys on stage do stand up, and he was like, yo, the beats. The beats are different. Like it's not the same. Like how y'all set up your punchlines and stuff like that. Like they get right to it within ten to fifteen seconds, mm-hmm. which could work in their favor because that's how people take in information nowadays. I've never seen this guy. Have you seen him live? Who DC Young Fly? Yeah. No, I never even heard. Of, has he done a live show yet? I don't know. What what he do at Howard? I, he was hosting. They just had they pay him money to come out just to appear. But he wasn't even at a place he was hosting. See, this is scary he walked thing. into like a restaurant or something. What happens when that audience grows up? I mean, that's that's the big part of anything. Like once they become mature and that's not that funny to them. Bring your ass, boy. You thirty, like. Eh. I mean, but that's the key. I think they're. I think what they do is 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 perfect for us as comedians because it sets the bar low. It's like back in the day, all you saw was Eddie, Chris, you know, these <laughs> monsters. You just see an hour special. Mm-hmm. Now you see this little 15 second of guys cooking up something in a skirt. And then you come out to one of our shows and people are literally like, yo, yeah. I didn't know you could laugh for more than six seconds. <laughs> what the fuck? You said something interesting That's a great way to look earlier. But you know, don't you feel that at your shows? That's like, real. When young people come to your shows, don't you feel them? There's like a, they're surprised almost. They're like, yo, this was so funny. It's because and it's, we can do any of those. Like, it's funny watching them. Like, that's, I think that's another thing comics are saying too that these guys are pretty much, they're remixing what st- a stand up could do all that shit. I can roast, I can do all that little shit you're doing. Yeah. It's just interesting that you might, like, a lot of them, I don't like the cockiness of some of those guys. You're not, this is not original. Come on the stage. Yeah. There's a- what you're doing ain't original. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You I mean, know, I was your age and did all this weird roasting shit. Okay, it's, it's always interesting when people say stuff like that to me because if it is so easy, why didn't y'all do it? It's the same thing with like when people say Soldier Boy is whack. If he's oh, so whack, why, you didn't make, why didn't you but, make Crank That? But we did. On Crank That Day. No, no, people did. Like, do you, do you remember this back? Is, this is a better generation. This, this is their time, though. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like, they. They can post and upload shit quicker than I. I can't even do it that quick. I would have to sit in my computer and think. Of, it's like yeah, I know yeah, it can do all this yeah. stuff on their phone. But like, oh, it's uploaded. I'm like, yeah. what? That was quick. So I mean, it's just a different. I mean, I ain't hating on it. It's just very interesting. Like I don't. Dude, I don't like the great. cockiness of it. It's That's great, what I'm but it's great. I agree, but it's so great for us because comedy. Yeah. Comedy is hot now, you know, and we do comedy the best. It don't matter if you're funny in six seconds. If you mm-hmm. you got to do an hour long show, that's what we've been doing for years. Mm-hmm. So okay, well, it's great it, that comedy's hot right now. It's great that there's interest. You know why what I mean? did you say earlier that nobody can blow off a stand up special? Now? You can't blow. You can't blow off of maybe, just maybe, just stand up. Maybe, maybe they're just not that. Funny. <sighs> nah, I, I, I just I don't know. Maybe, what I don't, do you think? I don't know if I believe. 
that you can't. I think you can. Why off of just a stand-up special? If it's that good, absolutely. That shit could make you, you got think, think about this. Cat Williams, if people really think about it, everybody would probably say Friday, but no. Nah. That's not how he blew up. Because he wasn't that his role wasn't even that big. He was funny as Cat fuck. Cat Williams blew up off stand up. He blew up off stand up. And because they bootlegged the streets, fucked with Cat Williams. He wanted, he's one of the I've never seen somebody movies in the streets more than his, and this is before he absolutely. shot the good one. This one it was still a shaky camera yeah. shit, the first shit that was out there. So it's, what, a, it's they, possible if you make some impactful shit. Look at it like this. What movie has Cat Williams been in that would have the impact to make everybody say, oh, I fuck with Cat Williams? Here's what movies do. It's all stand-up. Here's, here's what TV's, TV does, is they qualify that person. Not to me. So Cav did a couple movies. Cat and, is a different story, and bro. No, 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 but I hear you, but Cat is like, you see someone in movies, Cav, you saw him in movies, he didn't have big roles at first, but all of a sudden he's in movies and then he has a comedy special out and you're like, oh yeah, that's a guy who's, I've seen in movies, he's I want to see He blew up strictly stand up. from stand up. Who? Cav? Cat Williams. Cat Williams. Too. Oh, no, not Cav. Cav did not. Cav, I'm going to tell you why Cav. Cav was done. Cav did not. Let's be clear. After Soul Plane and a oh, failed NBC so. show, stand up is what got Cav back hot again. I saw no. Kev at Caroline's 2009, right. selling out Caroline's. It was him going back on the road, mm-hmm. doing the stand-up specials that got him popping again, like popping, popping. Stand-up stand up brought Kev, but I mean, I, and I say he ever left. I don't want to say that because Kev, he's a, he's one of those guys that got it so early, mm-hmm. like young. So it's a, he's actually a good risk. If you get you start getting a holding deal when you're 21, 22, you actually can fail for five to six years and then mm. come back because you're still you're still young. So it's rare though. He hit a he hit a lick, but that that wasn't his fault though. That, I think sometimes they offer at that time. It was when they was giving out. Like when I talked to comics, that was in that boom. It was a weird <laughs> boom of these dudes was getting hundreds Half of million, thousands. Yeah, like bro. it was. It, they were just giving it shit off a Montreal set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, now you're getting seventy five grand. That's <laughs> it. Dude. It's like half. A, they would give you half a million dollar holding deal. Now it's seventy five grand. They might give you an apartment in L A. That's real. Kev was. They Kev. cut everything in half. But apparently, they're giving a lot more people seventy five grand. So they just cast in the net. That's what I heard. I, I don't know if that's I think true. It's, I think it's changing again. I think one thing I'm excited about now is that the comedians are starting to get the the shot again. We get yeah. the shot to make sitcoms again. At one time, it was just you know, either you got to write a job. They didn't build a show around you. That's why I like Chris. I'm proud of Christella too with her show on ABC. Like it's it's a good little new run happening where they letting us control the funny now. What show was the Christella show? She has a sitcom on ABC called Christella. Yeah, really with yeah. Gabriel Iglesias. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, yeah, very funny. I haven't seen that one. Let's but pay I, some bills, man. Yeah, let's pay some bills, man. <laughs> uh, it's unbelievable how putting on a great pair of underwear changes your entire outlook for the day. Isn't that true, Rel? Don't you feel that way? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you travel with clean underwear all the time, for real. All right, now you know that feeling of putting on that ratty old <laughs> saggy underwear. Yeah, I want you to know that feeling of wearing great fitting, great looking underwear. That's what I want you to know, Charlamagne. Yeah, yeah. so you need to know about MeUndies.com. Okay, all right. MeUndies has the most comfortable underwear you have ever tried on. You following us, bro? Me undies. Me undies. Mm. Okay, they fit perfectly. Oh, beautiful. They don't ride up on you, you know what I'm saying? No riding. Get all up in your ass. Uh -uh. And they literally pull moisture away from your skin so you're cool all day long. I heard people with foreskin love me undies. Mm -hmm. This is men underwear. Yes. Yeah, man. man. We got the me undies and the me undies socks. Okay, they got socks okay. too. That's what people don't realize about me undies. Just sucking moisture everywhere. <laughs> uh, I have mine on right now. And honestly, Charlemagne. Yeah. I'm floating. See the thing about me undies. I'm man, floating, bro. The, the thing about me undies, and when you say you're floating, 
When I wear underwear, you know what I want underwear to feel like? What's that? Like I'm not wearing underwear. Wow. I want it to feel free. I want it to feel like it is nothing you on. You want it to feel like me. Yes. Well, not me, but you. Yes. So it's that's why it's me undies. Me undies. Mm. All right, it's such a profound impact to the way I feel every day having comfortable underwear on. And to be honest with you, I've never bought good underwear before because I always end up going to buy a box of briefs that are never quite my size. Yeah. <laughs> They're always too tight and it feels yeah. like somebody's hugging me all night. I feel like you. I got a fucking waist shaper on. Yeah, you know? me undies are beautiful. They fit great. I mean, uh, honestly, there's one thing that I got to tell you guys. Yes. Me undies, they make you look great. For the girls, check out those hot looking boy shorts. Yeah. Right? My girl has a pair of these, man. Just, oof, beautiful. How much Absolutely. they cost, though? Man, here's the thing. The price, I'm glad you asked, Charlemagne, a fraction of what typical high-end designers charge. Fraction, okay? okay. Here, I'm going to help you out. You go to MeUndies.com slash idiots, and you can get 20% off your first order. That's 20% off your order when you go to MeUndies.com slash idiots right now, and you'll even get free shipping within the U.S. and Canada. All right, let's get back to the show. All right. <laughs> All right, we got my man Lil Rel here. Now, uh, me and Andrew Schultz, was, we, we was looking for a female to come on the show today, but all of these females is so damn busy. <laughs> Y'all are so busy and wonder why you single, you know? Won't <laughs> well, just respond to this sexual harassment, yeah, yeah. then you won't be so single. Yeah, salute to all you busy broads, because we wanted to talk about the catcalling video that everybody is discussing, that uh, holla back, holla back, what is it, holla I back holla com? back. But the point that Charlamagne is trying to make is we did try to have a female's perspective yes. in here. We, we made... An effort. I even yes. reached out to the girl that was in that video. Yeah. And I holler back. I saw she put up a tweet that said she's not doing any interviews because she was just an actress. Basically saying, I don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's why I Instagram more than I tweet, Yo. like most pretty girls. Yeah. You know what's funny? What what if uh the pants that she was wearing just had no ass on them? Like, what if she was wearing assless chaps and none of us know that and that's why there were so many comments. The Prince pants, the old Prince pants? Yeah, what if she had on the old Prince pants? I was trying to look and see, did she have ass? Like, what was it that was making everybody be like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's what Damien said when we were talking about the video. I was like, what do you think about this video? He goes, I think I want to see that ass. What's up? Turn around. Let me me see what everybody's lusting over. Because she didn't seem that bad. So you saw the video, bro? Yeah. Okay. She didn't look all that. I mean, I like that. It's weird because it looked like it was, it kind of looked like, not said it was set up, but like these dudes could have been actors too. I don't know. Look, that guy who had I'm the not camera saying in his this backpack, is what it is, you know, because I don't want to get in no trouble. But I'm gonna tell you why I don't think it was acting. I don't think it was acting simply because if it was acting, they'd have been acting way more crazier. I'm from Monk's Corner, South Carolina, uh-huh. population less are, than eight thousand. Are you from there? Okay. Are you from there, <laughs> I used to frequent this thing called Black Bike Weekend, Memorial Weekend in Myrtle oh, yeah. Beach all the time. Damn. I've been to Miami South Beach on Memorial Weekend. Mm-hmm. You want to see harassment? Harassment is when a girl is walking down the street and a random stranger goes, damn, you got a fat ass. Whap! And slaps her on it. Mm-hmm. Harassment a, is when a guy that, walks up to a girl and thinks he can just grab her pussy just because. <laughs> Am I lying, Ralph? You from the south side of Chicago? No, I'm from the west side. The of Chicago. west side. <laughs> and we don't grab pussies what? in the west side of Chicago. No, no, no this is ghetto. But it's it's when I watched that video, it mm-hmm. didn't seem. I've seen worse. That's what I would say. Me too. I've seen way worse. Like. Some, you, I don't know if you ever been like around some real old black dudes. They even worse. They don't give a fuck. Like they don't. They be in a club like damn. Like, I mean, you you uncomfortable. You start fixing your jacket. Like god damn, you said that to her. You know. So it, <laughs> I've I've just really I've heard way worse. That that video. This is what I'm hearing from everybody though. What? It's the same thing. I've seen worse. I've seen worse. 
okay, so there's worse. Yeah, there's a fight video online that's really fucked up, but that doesn't mean that you go, hey, I know you got beat up, but over there, they're chopping people's heads off. ISIS is chopping people's heads off, so you should be real happy that you just got beat up and not got your head chopped off. But see, I think You that- can't grab a person's pussy, Charlamagne. You can't also- No, there's no pussy not. grabbing on that video. But here's the thing. Everybody's just looking. Here's the one problem I have with that video. There's a dude that follows this girl for five minutes. That is some creepy fucking shit. Yeah, He's a thirst creepy. bucket. Yeah, that's I don't, creepy. I, it, but that, but it's not about thirst bucket. What that is is, yo, creepy. I'm going to walk next to you, and you can't do anything about it, and that's I'm going to take advantage shit. of that shit. That's how I know. Now, that part was just for the video, and I'm going to tell you why. You really going to let a guy walk for you for five minutes? You're not going to try to veer off to the oh, left? she was You're not going to veer off to the right? Bro, she, not... she's in on the video, so she wants that. That's whack, though, because that's not what would happen in real life. In real life, it was, that's if, not true. I would only walk with a girl for five minutes if she don't say shit. If she don't say nothing. Let me tell you How something. about give a real reaction and be like, get the fuck out the way. I'll move to the left, do something, show, show that you're uncomfortable. You're not even showing you're uncomfortable. So, of course, he's going to keep walking with you. But why would he keep walking with her? Because he's a fucking thirst bucket. No, he's a creep. He's a cre- creep. Whatever creep, whatever you want to call it. Thirst bucket, creep, And that's funny that you brought that up. That, that, most girl. I mean, for real, even if you got a daughter, you would, t- like, like, you would be like, hey, man, what the fuck? You know, I know most girls would do that. Most okay. females would do Even if you don't even go that long It's some females You could damn near not even You could be at the bar And be behind them They have an attitude Damn okay I'm like no I'm finna get a drink Just because so she didn't say anything So if somebody followed you for fact, Because it was Because it was It was a It was playing like that it's, Okay it was, But just It wasn't she, real footage man. But just cause she didn't say anything Doesn't mean it's not wrong Oh no I'm not saying it's, it's wrong It's wrong, But I'm telling you what creepy. that video did I think that video did an injustice To what's really happening With girls The video I sent you today with the guy walking around saying, let me motorboat your titties. Mm-hmm. Let me stick this nine-inch cock in your pussy. That's this motherfucker said, how much would it, who who ass would I have to beat to get a piece of your ass? Or some crazy shit like that. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. They could If they was going to do it, do it. Not that little PG I'm saying, I'm saying, shit they showed up. It's stuff they need to fight. I mean, even with the dudes who holler and then they call them a bitch afterwards. That's terrible. Where was yeah. that at in this video? That's, that's wrong. That, where was that at? And that's what I was Look, saying. Like, it wasn't... I think it's honestly real video footage. If you go to any freak nick, you probably go to YouTube. Google freak nick right type yeah. shit. Oh no, I'm familiar with it. Yeah. The video I sent you was from Miami Memorial South Beach. And what, what, what the, the headline was so innocent. <laughs> How to pick up women. That was the headline. <laughs> Meanwhile, this guy's like, let me put this nine inch cock in your pussy. Yeah, yeah. Show the real shit. Don't show me that little PG video. Here's That's the whack. thing. Here's the yeah. thing. I agree with you. I think it marginalized sexual harassment. I think a lot of people are going to watch this video. And they're gonna hear another girl say, "I was sexually harassed." Yeah, like, shut the fuck up! And, and, and we're gonna go, "Oh, he wish you good morning." Exactly, like Michael Che did on oh, Facebook. Oh, did he have a lovely yeah. afternoon? That's what that video did. All the same, so I think it marginalized sexual harassment. That being said, the following shit was creepy, and I know my girl. I've had to talk to a guy in our neighborhood who follows. My girl, I had to almost beat the shit out of a dude yeah. who follows my girlfriend around our neighborhood. Like, girls got to deal with this shit all day, twice. It happened twice. The second time, I followed him. Me and Akash, we just rolled up on him, and I was like, listen, dude, I'm going to have to fucking beat the shit out of you right now if you ever do this. stalking and plotting on Now, listen, this happens all the time to girls. Mm -hmm. Girls get harassed walking down the fucking street. Real harassment. Harassment that is fucking uncomfortable. So, what the problem with this video is it should have just been her getting followed and not this other good morning shit. Because there's a difference between annoying and harassment. Harassment, that's all. Listen, uh, Carly Aquilino had a great point. That's exactly what she Mm -hmm. said. She was like, look, man, it's it's blurring the lines between what's harassment 
It mm-hmm. was just annoying. Yeah, annoying and harassment. That's the problem. Annoying and a lot of shit is annoying. We got to deal with annoying shit as dudes. You want to know it's annoying? Feeling really vulnerable walking up to a girl hitting on her and having her reject you. That's annoying, but that's okay and that's part of life. Yeah, part of the game. You know, and also we can't stop us from it's not wrong to feel attracted to a girl and hit on her. That's not harassment. Mm-hmm. If you do it in a polite manner, if you walk up to a girl and say, "Hey, listen, you know, I, you know, I find you really attractive and I'd love to talk." Whatever your way of doing it, or if you just walk up to a girl and you say some goofy shit, as long as it's not violent or stopping her from right. going to where she needs to go, right. that's fine. But 85% of those guys on that video were, were polite. Agreed. That's why they marginalized it. Yeah. The only one that was really creepy was, was the, the guy the walking with her for yeah. five minutes. And that shit is minutes. wrong. And he's this old sensitive-ass motherfucker, the, the generation that Drake's bred, where he's like, why oh, you don't want to talk to me? You think I'm you ugly? Think I'm ugly? Man, get your punk pussy. You don't deserve no pussy. <laughs> you, don't deserve, you don't even deserve no pussy, your insecure <laughs> fucking ass, yo. I actually, fuck out I like that move. I thought that move was great. Man. I thought that was great. You think I'm ugly? And then she goes, no. He goes, all right, we'll prove it. Did you see the video? <laughs> <laughs> Prove, it. Prove it. Let me let me let me let me, let me see you suck this dick. See, that's what, you don't think that's I'm what made it. That's what, like you just said. It just they it, it marginalized it because it was it's. I seen. I mean, literally, they could have just pulled up a highlight reel of YouTube videos and be like, "Look, this has to stop." Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean. Go to work, because <laughs> like, females go through this shit every day. I mean, I get it. I don't think it's right. You know, I'm, I'm a I like, and I ain't one of the extra sensitive dudes, but I respect the shit out of women. Yeah, I don't. I like if I'm with one of my boys and he just gets automatically mad because a female don't want to talk to him. Go, Man, this bitch ain't shit, bro. Cause she don't want to talk to you, fam. <laughs> so what? If, what? If, what? If, what if, yeah, you ain't never tried to holler at a chick, bro. I've just never like been. That? I've never been angry. I've been maybe disappointed, like, All right, oh, hurt, embarrassed. Yeah, but, but I'm not, not gonna like bitch kiss about my it. ass, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what's the point of doing that? They ain't even show us that. You, show show the girl saying. Fuck no, out thank here, you. I'm not dude. interested. Yeah. Fuck you, then you fucking Mama June face ass bitch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something. Yeah. Cause that's what happens. Yeah. That little punk ass video I holler back showed us did an injustice to I what agree. women are really going through. I agree. Out of I agree. Yeah. But yeah. we can't minimalize what they do go through. Oh, no, they do go through some minimal, fucked no. up shit, I man. That. Yeah, but the video caused that. The video, Yo, the video made follow, it to where. Let me tell you something. Being followed, bro. I remember when I was in middle school, some dudes followed me and my boy. And they were like in high school and they were just some dudes decided to follow us. And it was fucking frightening, dude. They were too big for us to fight. We're in middle school. These are fucking grown up ass kids. And I remember thinking, and I remember thinking like, yo, we just got two more blocks until his crib. We're going to go to his fucking crib. Once we're in the crib, they can't come in. They followed us into the fucking building. Oh, they was trying to rape you. I don't know what the fuck was going to happen. But it was like, I felt scared. Imagine you're a girl. You know you can't fight back uh, yeah, on these you, motherfuckers. That, which this is, shit is but crazy. that's that's what I'm saying. Like, it has to be a better, a better example, example. right? Yeah, it, it really should. They're be. on YouTube, like yeah. you said, Google Freak Nick. The video I sent you was from Memorial Weekend, yeah, South no, Beach. I was fucked. Go up look shit. at Black Bike Weekend in Myrtle Beach. Do you? Does nobody remember that video? I don't know how long ago it was. It was this girl. She was at one of those events, yeah, and she had on something you know short and revealing and. It yeah. started with one dude grabbing her ass and another dude. Next uh, thing you know, she's in a circle. They ripping all her the clothes The Puerto Rican off. Day Parade every year. Was that? Was, I think they might have yes. been the Puerto Rican Day Parade. Are you wow. kidding? Yes, y'all motherfuckers are talking about this little punk ass video I holler back put out? Get the fuck out of here, let's, man. Let's discuss, let's discuss the idea of you know hitting on a woman and how that's offensive. Because I think a lot of times guys get blamed for saying things like, hey, smile, or hey, let me holler at you, or those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the reality. Mm-hmm. If that never worked on a girl, we wouldn't say it. Mm-hmm. But it did work on a girl 
So are we to blame for saying that to you? Or is the girl that's fucking dudes after he says, let me holler at you for, for a second, or is she the one to blame? Don't be upset at us because the game works. I think that girls... You see what I'm saying? Every, that, but see, everybody different, too. I mean, like, with me, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't dare say the same thing to each to each woman. You know, and that's on you. That I think as an adult now, I'm grown. I mean, if it was me, if he was asking sixteen year old me, I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'll just shoot my shot the best way I can. Can we study together? Whatever yeah, the fuck yeah, I had to say. That's good. You <laughs> like Transformers? <laughs> that's actually a great shot. Cause I tell guys all the time, say something that a girl has never heard before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't, if a girl got a fat ass, don't say she got a fat ass. Tell her she got nice earlobes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Make a yeah. laugh first. Tell, tell her you tell yeah. her, her eyebrows on fleek. You know what I'm saying? Like, tell her, <laughs> tell her something that she's never heard before. Compliment her on her manicure. But I feel like these girls put too much weight into what we're saying. Like, apparently it's wrong to tell a girl to smile, but there's no intent. Like, they, they say, I'm not supposed to be happy. I'm not an object that's supposed to walk around a certain way that a man wants me to walk around. You got to realize, ladies that are listening to this, most of the times when we're talking to you, we're just going, don't fuck this up. Mm-hmm. That's what's going through our head is yeah. what should I say to this woman who I think is yeah. really pretty and yeah. I don't want to fuck this uh, yeah. smile? Right. It's not, you know what? How dare this bitch walk around my neighborhood with a fucking stank face on? Mm-hmm. She needs to smile. Let me tell you something, though, There's man. no intent behind. The girls that are upset because a man says, hey, won't you smile? You're so pretty, you look better with a smile. If you get mad at that, something's wrong with you. You're an angry, bitter, evil woman that if somebody tells you, hey, smile, you get mad? You want to know what it is? You're not proud of your teeth. <laughs> you need to get Invisalign and <laughs> shut the fuck up. You trying to say about my teeth? Like, nah, I want to talk about your teeth. I didn't know your teeth was fucked up. You trying to be funny. You trying to be funny? <laughs> fuck you mean. What if she did smile and was all fucked up? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. Someone stop telling her to smile. Okay, well, you just do all lips. Don't you repeat. <laughs> I, 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 and, then, and, then, and then what do you... And then what, smile like a dolphin. As, as, as men, how do we tell the young boys how to holler at girls now? Because from what that video shows us, just telling a girl, hello, good morning, hi, beautiful, can I talk to you for a second, is harassment? And see, the funny thing is, that's old school to even just say that. Because the new dudes, they don't give a... What that mouth do, though? Oh, there more, you're saying? I'm saying it's worse now. (laughs) These young guys are worse. I've had my... I mean, my friend, she just tweeted this like three days ago. She's she's in her 30s. And she was like, this little 16-year-old dude that's trying to be at her and shit like... Hey, little mama, you good? She's like, little boy, I'm I'm grown. Bitch, you ain't grown. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he went right in. Like, damn, he went right in right after that. And she was tweeting like, man, if I didn't think this thing would hurt me, I would be so like, But that's but that's how different. So for the regular old stuff, that hey, smile, how you doing? Yeah, oh, you having a great day? Hey, for that to be, her, I don't know what you tell it. Like, that's the good shit. You can't yeah. <laughs> this is us on our best behavior, ladies. Girls get offended. I know some girls that'll get offended if you offer to buy them lunch. Fuck you, me. Buy, yeah. I can buy my own lunch, motherfucker. I damn. This is probably people not used to speaking to each other no more. That is it. That's because of social media. You you, yes. you have a better chance of hollering at somebody over Facebook than you do right in person. That is true. I mean, social media is breeding an uh, era of socially awkward people yeah. who don't know how to have a conversation. Nope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who don't know how to just engage with somebody, look them, look them in the eyes. That's why a lot of those guys, going back to that internet shit, a lot of those guys don't quit. 
you get in the room with them and you talking, they, uh, uh, well, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, well, yeah. they trying to formulate shit in their head. It's easy to formulate some witty shit when it's 140 characters. That's why I get so mad when motherfuckers be like, yeah, Charlemagne, Charlemagne throw that joke from Twitter. Motherfucker, I've been doing this shit 16 years, you punk bitch. I go on that radio every morning for four fucking hours and have a conversation, yeah. okay? Have an interview with anybody in America, any of these artists. Let me see if you can come up with that witty shit you be saying to them in the on moment. motherfucking Twitter in the moment. Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> I real. hate that you shit, You get real yo. sensitive. What joke did they say you stole? I don't remember. They, they always say that because everybody feels like they can do what you do. Everybody. Yeah. They, they hear, they'll see Rell on stage. They'll see you on stage. They'll hear me on the radio. They hear us on this podcast and feel, I, I can do that. Yo, that's I a heckler. That. That's a heckler. One on hecklers, most of are people that think they can do what the fuck you do. Yeah, that's why it's always interesting. If you have a chance, you can't handle the mic. No, come up here, do five minutes. Go ahead. You know how much five we minutes did is that on stage? once. We, <laughs> yo, no jokes. You know the Village Lantern yeah. in in Manhattan. This is shitty ass room, uh, but for comedy, and uh, we did that once. This guy was heckling, so we said, uh, "Hey, man." You think you can do this? And he's like, yeah. And I go, okay, we're going to give you five minutes, but you got to do all five minutes. That's you can get on stage, but it's got to be all five because anybody can bomb and then bail after yeah, th- yeah, three yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. But, bro, it was fun. We were calling out the minute. We go, three minutes left. <laughs> he bombs some more. Two minutes left. And it was so beautiful. It was like six comics in the back just, you know, we're on the street fucking begging people to come in and shit. This is early in our comedy career. It was for that one moment we get to see this heckler just die up. They don't understand death. it's a rhythm. Yeah. yeah. It's a rhythm. It's a beat. You can't just get on the mic and... Blah, 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 it's hard blah. to be funny when you're telling people you're going to be funny. funny yeah. It's easy to be funny oh, when no, there's no the expectation. Worst. Oh, my God. You're oh, my ex- God. expected to be funny. Exactly. Totally that shit is mind. so different. Everybody that's, cracked a joke at work. That's why you comedians have it the worst. Yeah. Because y'all have to get on stage with an expectation to be funny. It's such a fun rush, though. Oh, it's the best. When you, when you think about it, like, one day I was thinking about that, like, I have to make... No matter what my day is or what the fuck happened to me, if I'm paid to do this, I have to make... These people laugh. I have to make them yeah. laugh. I can't go out there and tickle them and shit. My words. <laughs> I have to make these people laugh. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I honor it's, anybody it's no who can really do this shit. But that's what make it dope. It's, fucking, <laughs> it's no gray area. Like it's no. It's no. He is. He is. I, no, it's you're either good or bad. Either man. he made me laugh or no, he, he didn't, didn't make me laugh. Yeah. And if I didn't laugh, he's not funny, dude. Mm-hmm. It, think about the rush that comes with it. Why? Think about how many comedians are also drug addicts. Alcoholics, mm-hmm. cokeheads. Like, think about that's what comedy is. Comedy gives the same high as these crazy drugs. Mm. When you think about it like mm-hmm. that, you know what I mean? That's right. what the rush you get from this shit. That's why we're drawn to it. We're fucking addicts. Yeah. I feel like that about communication, period, though. Like, you know, whether it's getting on the radio talking mm-hmm. and seeing how people. But you felt that when we did the live interact. show. Be honest, bro. You felt the rush of that shit. But it was the communication. That's but the, that's the it's, communication. it's like radio on crack. It's different when you're making three people laugh in a room. When you're making a whole room full of people laugh. I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's You thought you were same. funny enough to host uh, the fucking Foxwood show after that live No, I was just comedy. getting a check. I've been doing them comedy shows forever. I've been that, tight, that tight 45 seconds? You got damn right. If you want to put Charlemagne's name on a comedy show to host, Knowing I don't tell jokes, and all you want me to do is come out there and be like, how y'all doing, ladies and gentlemen? Everybody out here good? 
What's happening? Y'all ready to see some funny motherfuckers? Uh, do your little bit. Do your little bit. You were saying when you went up bit. there, you had a little bit about uh, uh, ladies. If you if you came out here with your man, he's trying to fuck. Oh yeah, that's then, quick. That's easy. That's just that's <laughs> no, a funny one. Like, look, ladies, if you came out with your man, he's trying to fuck. That shit got no laughs. He's like, all right, you ready for a comedy no, show man. tonight? It ain't like, all right, man, shit. give it up for Andrew Schultz. Let's gonna clear. clean this shit up let's after I bomb shit, my ass up. That shit always gets a reaction. You know why? Because it's like this is the reaction. Bullshit. First of all, and, and, and you know what I do after that? I mean, yeah, you know what I do after that? I say, I'll be like, that's why you ain't getting no pussy. And it'll always be one motherfucker always that'll be like, shit, yeah. I say, he gonna fuck tonight because he's being honest. Then all the other dudes wanna be like, yeah. And then I'll come out there the next time and I'll be like, let me sit my ass down so nobody be out here talking about Charlemagne trying to do stand-up. <laughs> that's it. Y'all ready for Andrew Schultz? Make some noise. <laughs> and I'm going to get Yo, that, that text in we the were, mail. We were doing a timer in the back. We're like, Yo, how long before he brings me up? They were like five minutes. I was like, man, I'm I'm going up in a minute and 30 seconds. Not even that. <laughs> I told y'all if I went out there. I'm going to get this crowd this hot 45 seconds real quick. I'm going to get this crowd this hot 30. I'm going to go this crowd this hot 30. This quick vine set. <laughs> you did the vibe, Tommy. Give me this quick 30, baby. Give me this quick 30 in and out. But you're not like, it's been plenty of people who tried to get me to do comedy, tried to get me to write. I respect that you saying that you don't, like, instead of trying to be somebody, you know what I mean? You ever see somebody, for, you seeing people It'll force never this work. shit. Yeah, that goes back to what I was talking about. Shock jocks. It'll never work. You could do it, though. No. You could do comedy. No, but I, you know why I couldn't do it? Because my heart ain't in it. It ain't my passion. Sure. I don't even want, like, I, I can't even, like, like you know, at, at TV, they'll write stuff for you, whatever, mm -hmm. whatever. If I don't feel it, or you explain it to me in a way that I can understand and mm -hmm. make it mine, I'm not going to say it. Yeah. Because it's not going to come out right. <laughs> yeah. Real, niggas. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to come out right. How long did it take you before you started, you started doing well on stage? Probably, like, four years, maybe. How long mm -hmm. you been doing it? I've been doing it like 11 now, mm. 11, almost be my 12th year. Yep. What made you want to get into comedy? Um, a lot of reasons, man. Number one, I, I was a fan of like, I really was a true fan of SNL at the time when Chris Farley and all those guys yeah. and in Living Color. And then I love stand-up. There used to be a show that used to come on after Saturday Night Live that Louis Anderson used to host, a stand-up <laughs> show. It was fucking amazing. When you, when what you think the about the name who, of the show again? Fucking, um, oh God. I talk about it all the time now, I can't remember. Oh. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Awesome show. We this is when you saw people in their early stages of Louis early, you know what I mean? Tony yeah. Woods early. And I remember just being like dying like I'm like fucking eleven, twelve years old, fucking in tears. Yeah. Uh, you know, but then I ended up doing like a play in high school and then the teacher let me write my stuff on there too. And just that rush of that audience, and this is a good ghetto ass crowd. You know, I went to Crane High School, so them niggas were heckle. A encouraging speaker, you know what I mean? Like, hey, you gonna be somebody? Get your ass out of here! I don't want to be <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> it was a no win, you know what I mean? So <laughs> motivational speaker. <laughs> like, you gonna be somebody? You, fuck all right? you ain't shit, fam. I don't want to be shit. Like, Damn, all right. So I did the play for them, and it, but the rush, the, like the laughter, the roar of a yeah. crowd, and it'll be your peers. You know they tough. After that, I was addicted. It was like, oh, I gotta have this all the time, and I knew stand up was. I knew it was always an end. I'm a huge Eddie Murphy fan. Yeah. Huge Richard Pryor fan. I read Pryor book and uh, Richard Pryor convictions out of light sentences in high school. And I was just, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I just love comedy, man. I love all, like, and it's funny, over the years it's changed who I like more. You know, I'm an Ella yeah. DeGeneres fan. Ella's I think so she's a funny. fucking, she's, she's so a genius, funny. man. 
Now you, I've seen you only a couple times, but right. but stylistically, you you'll tell stories. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of like characters that you'll right. infuse into stories and stuff like that. So when you're transferring that to TV, does that help since you're already writing characters? I think so. Um, like a sketch show was always been like for a long time, nobody really knew what the fuck to do with me because I wasn't a quick. Yeah, yeah, you build this. You build yeah, the scenario, I, I build a scenario, and then and act it out and all that. Yeah. So it's like, man, you know, I remember I did last comic standing in the year I got eliminated at the semifinals. They was telling me what I did was like a sketch. It's like, oh, this yeah. is more sketches, and blah blah blah. And I'm just thinking, like, y'all trying to put one, like, would you have said it to Eddie Murphy? Mm. Like when I look at his Tonight Show set, is him setting up this story yeah. and then acting it like. I guess it it became this time where just the fastest shit you can deliver became the yeah. became the thing, and you know I was happy. giving you time to cook. But now, I mean, and the crazy thing was, I always done well. Like last comic was the only time I ever got judged like that. But other than that, I was always I've always ripped whatever I tape. I've I've never had a bad TV set. Mm-hmm. I think TV the easiest thing you could do is stand up. Mm-hmm. Like if you bum on, I, you I don't know, man. They set the audiences up the lab mm-hmm. to eat it on a TV taping. But what you're saying about about having your skill and transferring that, like, I always felt, you know, Chappelle would write sketches. Mm-hmm. You know, like, his jokes were like sketches. Yep. And then he got this show where he was able to do sketches and it becomes the biggest fucking show in the history of television for, for Comedy Central, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think there is something to, I'm not saying that's what you do, but finding your talent and oh, then finding the school, outlet. bro. It, I mean, that's like when you used to get deals off your set. Yeah. So I talk about my family a lot. And, and it was a time of I was doing this set in the 80s. Oh, we know what his show is. That's it. Get a sitcom. Sitcom. Yeah, it was right away. But then it, it, it was a time where that just halted. It was kind of weird. You know what I mean? So now it's coming back to that, I believe. And even with our show, that's why I love Jermaine Fowler so much, man. That dude is Autobiographical. such a great storyteller. I got to go see Jermaine. Everybody man. keeps telling me Jermaine has this amazing story. Jermaine is oh, so funny, man. It's, it's, his life story is insane, dude. <laughs> you don't even believe he's such a jovial happy dude that when he first starts telling you these stories you don't even believe it right mm-hmm. it's like how could how could this guy be so cheerful it's very and but which is why I, I look at our show as being unique man like Keenan was on to something I remember when I first, first met Jermaine he annoyed the shit out of me like we first got a living color like, this little dude just yeah. so fam could you chill you know what I'm saying <laughs> but then that's just because he was always so excited and I, with me I've been in this circuit so long you almost forget how I felt to be happy about doing some shit you done been burnt so many times yeah you, you know what I mean oh, I can't wait till this little motherfucker get burnt so you can stop being so happy all the goddamn but time but you know something he ended up you know his energy ended up seeping into me and I just became like well, I'm like, I guess I've been around these bitter he bitter ass comedians word people yeah. and I'm like oh shit this is how happy comics are yeah <laughs> well, I need to be this is, all right. Bye, everybody. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and that's why I like about all of them. All like even just Hannibal and Ch- like I like the whole group. Like you, it just some people just happy with what they doing. Yeah. You're not mad at nobody. I like applauding everybody. Shit. Yeah. I Were mean, whatever's for you. Were you, you ever the bitter comedian? Nah, nope. Never was bitter. Which is probably why I'm where I'm at. A lot of the bitter people are still sitting in Chicago. Mad as a motherfucker. Because they're so busy pointing at everybody else saying, look at this motherfucker. That should be me. Or mm-hmm. what that motherfucker? He don't deserve that. Yada, yada, yada. Motherfucker, get your punk ass up and go try to make your own lane. You all, I always believe you. I think everybody, if you stick it out long enough, going to get their shot. It's on you what you do with that shit. I agree. I believe that everybody who, I don't want to go that far, but I believe that everybody who isn't successful is because they quit. Because yeah. you're going to get something. 
If you aim for the the, 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 the motherfucking shoot for the stars, stars, you get to the moon. You, you hit got the, to the moon. moon you hit something up there. Yeah. You know. <laughs> okay. That being said, yes. So you into fantasy football? Uh, at the moment, I am because my Dallas Cowboys have lost two games in a row. Oh, so now you live in the fantasy. Fantasy is a little bit better than my reality right okay. now. But we're now, still six and three. Question is, are you into free cash? I'm always into free money. Okay. Then you got to go to FanDuel.com. Hands down, the coolest one-week fantasy football site ever. Yes. Here's why. You pick a new lineup and play fresh each and every week, and you win real cash. Real cash. Okay, one-week fantasy football means you're not wiped out early in the season because your players got hurt. Just pick a fresh team and go again each week. <laughs> Romo. Win and get immediate cash payouts, okay? You think you're all that? Prove it and win cash. Joe Watson from New York played for less than two weeks last season and won over $30,000. Damn. That's right. Joe's Joe's banking. Okay, here's where the free cash comes in. He spent that in. all on me undies, by the me way. Undies. <laughs> all right, here's where the free cash comes in. First time user, go to FanDuel.com. Click on the mic and enter promo code BRILLIANT, and they'll match your initial deposit dollar for dollar up to 200 bucks. Mm, so that's 200 free dollars you're going to get. That's a lot of free shit going on. Right. And get this. You can play for as little as a buck with no upfront fees and no long-term commitment. That's a lot of fantasy football. Football, my friends. That's right. So enter brilliant at fanduel.com. That's fanduel, F A N D U E L.com. Promo code brilliant. $200 offers expire soon. So go there now. Fanduel.com. That's fanduel.com. Right. Back to the show now, Ralph. How did you not get shot in Chicago all of these? <laughs> how did it take this I long mean, to I ask that question? Shot at. Uh, <laughs> just to get hit. No, um, I mean, I don't know. I look at everything that's happening now. I, it looks like it's no different. I just was kind of. Smart. I'm one of the people I knew what was going on. I think any smart person can see when shit is going to happen. Now, a lot of those situations where you saw like young people getting killed in the house that could have been minding their business. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's nothing you can do about that. But you know, Chicago. I feel like once we you know move on from who's running things politically, then it will be better. They've been killing people in the hundreds for years. Yeah, but it's the mob but, days. But it's it's. It's 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 worse now because we have a I guess I said I don't know what the fuck you gonna do. It's a mayor who really just kind of I don't know really. You you showing that he's caring and all this stuff, but he's he has nothing invested into it personally. Mayor Daly, as much as it was time, everybody hated Mayor Daly, the Dalys who ran this shit for a long time in mm-hmm. Chicago. With him being from there, he still had a heart for certain some things, so it didn't get us out of hand as it. It's just right now. It's just it's just um. I don't, and it's not even just in Chicago no more. I think they just use our city still as a scapegoat. This shit is happening everywhere. Like if, as we it's down, not happening everywhere. Shit. It's happening very bad in Chicago, shit. Camden, New Jersey, Newark, Patterson, Flint, Michigan. That's a lot of places, man. That is. But Chicago, <laughs> man. <laughs> it's only happening in Chicago. <laughs> and 15 other cities hey, I they, could they think call of Chicago of Chirac. That's what they. That's that's a dumbass. Now I'd never call it. that. So you think that it's not an isolated insane? You think this has happened all over the country, but Chicago is? I think it's just happening in the ghettos, man. It's because they taking a lot of shit. They don't have, man. Like it goes back to you raising yourself. All you, if you always in survival mode, you don't even know how to. Like when you talk to some of these young people, you're like, mm-hmm. hey, man, you can honestly do some other shit. They're like they can't. They don't. They don't. See, they is, can't see that. This is my thing with that. You know, what I'm saying when you talk about survival mode, survival mode to me means. Not only getting by that day, but also thinking into the future, putting yourself in a position where you will always survive. Somebody you, needs to We're in survival mode. You ain't going to know that unless somebody is somebody putting that in you to know that. But, you just don't know. If you grow up and your daddy, like, for instance, there's people literally growing up in situations where 
the parents ain't no, they're your example who really yep. ain't shit neither. Absolutely. So if that's all you know, is like, hey, man, my daddy was a gangster disciple and that's what they did to get it on. This is just what it is. This is all I know. If your mama been a, your mama is a real baby. Because this is what, this is the generation, this is the, this is the ultimate baby mama generation. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. This is the worst of This is when they was trapping niggas. These are they kids. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know what I mean? That they have very bad intentions on why they was having these kids. So once they didn't get what they were supposed to get from the situation, now it's all crazy. That's just like Tiger. I'm looking at Tiger on uh, Twitter. You know, you wiped up a stripper. Okay? A chick that probably was out yet. Right? So Drake likes her pictures. She likes his pictures back. So he gets on Twitter and tweets, that ain't my hoe. No shit, that's your fucking baby mama, you dumb fuck. <laughs> you, stu- you stuck with her. You can't be like, that ain't my hoe. But the fact that he has that mentality to the mother of his child mm-hmm. shows how fucked up shit is. Because huh. mm-hmm. that's not going to change. No. It's only going to get worse. So then what do you instill in your son? Yeah, you don't even. Go, I don't even. Your mama ain't shit. Dog. Your mama. I found your mama in the script. You gonna tell him that? Like, yeah. That shit can what happens really is warp he, your perception of women. You erase what you did too. You know, he he forget that he cuffed her. Yeah, and had a baby battle. So what that make you? You but, took the condom. But off doesn't that fuck with you? Up. Like, like you're a rapper, and then she's gonna go flirt with the most famous rapper. If that's not your girl, I mean, look, that's, but that's the that's where the ego. No, it are all this shit. I don't give a fuck if it's a stripper, whatever it hurts when you but see. Don't it like hurt that. more? Like, oh, what yeah. if what if your girl? I don't know your your situation, you're married, right. or whatever. But what if your girl left you for your girl? Did you leave you, right, Ron? Yeah, she left. Me. Oh shit! All right, so what if the next person she's with <laughs> is Chris Rock? What if she's liking Chris Rock's pictures and Rock's liking her pictures, writing really funny jokes about her? You know, and funny shit that you could write. That's better than some regular nigga. Fuck that. Yeah, no, I'm with him on that. Dead serious. I'm with him on that. If you go upgrade, ain't nothing regular dude than Rosenberg. What? No, sorry. You'd be more hurt than by a regular dude than Rosenberg for your wife. Oh no, I'd be pissed. You'd be furious about that. Now I gotta go fuck your girl. Exactly. But I understand what Rel's saying though. It's like I think it's all gonna mess with you. But to be honest with you, if it's an upgrade, if you're gonna leave me, at least let this dude really be the shit. Don't let it be some regular. But not in your field. The shit, but not in your field. That's where I feel like it it, it destroys. It's tough, if, but we don't know if that's what they they fuck with. That might be that's what she just comedian. She just got yeah, yeah. It hurts, but I'm just saying it it it'll hurt more if it's well, it would hurt more if it's somebody in my field in a way like rappers. They shit so tricky though, because they that's a flaky ass. They don't be having real relationships. I shit is such a frat, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like these dudes, like they. We travel together. We do all that. That's a different month. If it's somebody out here, you gotta, funny, the you funny gotta thing, see his poster at the comedy clubs you're playing at. You gotta hear the <laughs> jokes about how you know your, your ex girlfriend is now sucking his dick. You have a girl <laughs> let you put in her ass all the yeah, time. All the time. Like damn, I didn't know girls swallow yeah, <laughs> all the time. though. <laughs> shit, man, my girl does this crazy. It's shit. such a, but it's a gray area. Because I mean, look, if it's Chris Rock, I promise you, I would, I'm like. Hey, how big his dick is? Nick Cannon? Who else? I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. He's, nah, Nick, Nick, nah, Nick Cannon nah, can't nah, take nah, my nah, It's nah, an upgrade. Nah. I mean, it's an upgrade until I get my shit together. Now, why'd you get a divorce? Because I'm married now. Stuff like that scares me when I hear that type of talk. How long, first of all, how long was you married? Five years. How long did you know the girl? A year and a half. Oh, yeah. You deserve to get divorced. And that ain't me. Damn, I man. thought you, you wasn't in it too deep. 
that because but I know my timing though, bro. Like I'd never before her, I'd break up with girls maybe five, six months. In. I didn't like wasting my time. I can tell if this was gonna be some shit I can deal with or not. So even with divorce, marriage is a tough thing. We in our generation, like nobody stick this shit out no more, man. Like for real, like we think all oh, this shit is a cakewalk. Once the rings go on, to be honest with you, that's when it gets fucking harder. I'm feeling the opposite. Like, I've been with my girl for 17 years. Oh, well, and shit. we that's, just got married this that's year. That's totally different, though, bro. And I feel like marriage makes it better. Like, oh, I don't know what I, it I, is. I, brother, I would do it again in a heartbeat. I love being married. I think marriage matured me. But at the same time, it was a lot of shit that happened, I well, guess, in our life. That's how I was it hard? Because I've heard that before. Once you get married, it gets harder. What happens life, once you man, get married? You don't know shit that's going to happen. Like with me, I think the first, this happened my first six months in marriage. I had We had our, my daughter, and then my mama passed. <laughs> and then I was starting to get better. In, it just was a lot of weird shit that happened. And I, mature-wise, I wasn't emotional. Because I still had to be funny. That's yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that comes to that comedian shit. So it's some weird ass, crazy ass man. I gotta have just to fucking be funny. I didn't mourn my mother's death. I don't think like I should have because I still had to fucking perform. Yeah. Yeah. This how I made my money, you know. And then I still had to deal with being a new husband. So it's a lot of shit in those first few years that was tough. And then with me personally, I want like a switch went off. I'm like, all right, I know, I know what's wrong. I need to really delve into my feelings and get into it. And once that by that time, I was ready to really be perfect. And I thought I was trying to be that. She was already. And this is me traveling, man. It's just, I don't know. It's what was her reason for leaving? What did she tell you? <sighs> Wait, she left you? Yeah. Um, she basically didn't love me like that no more. And ain't, and ain't shit I could do about that. I mean, literally, when the problems, I could tell it was problems happening, I got cast on a living color. So I was gone for three months. She was cheating on you? No, I wasn't cheating on her then. No, no I said she was cheating on you. <sighs> yeah, I, I mean, I ain't gonna, I mean, look, I, I'm a special to talk about it because it's, I still care about she's still the mother of my kids, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, but it's, you know, it is what it is. Both of us did things I think we both regret, but at the end of the day, I think we could have fought through it, but that's on her, man. It's oh, just about sticking that shit out. I don't, I don't think, you know, and that's the thing when you, it's a lot of other shit being pitched nowadays to females like, well, girl, fuck sticking it out. Just do it on your own. You know what I mean? Cause that's where it's at. And I don't think that's how it's supposed to, I think we supposed to build together and do, I don't think it's all about. You being Mary Jane and I'm being this cool Dude. single like it, it shouldn't ain't be about, about you that. being Beyonce and me being Jay Z. Oh, nah, okay. the expectation of relationships is happiness, which is unfair. Because then when you're in a relationship and you're unhappy at times, you start going, "Wait a minute, this must be failing because I'm not happy and you're supposed to be happy." Who the fuck is happy but, all but, the time? But are you ever? You're not unhappy with your mate or your situation. You just may be unhappy with something that they did at the time. Sure, or sure. You might want to walk away from them for a second, but it's not like I'm, man, I can't stand this bitch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when you start talking like that, like you don't need to be with that I person. blame my girl all the time for anything going wrong with my life. It's fucked up, and I know that I'm doing it and it's wrong. Do but... you give her the credit when it's good stuff? Oh, all the time. Okay. But what I'm saying is the fucked up thing I do is some shit will be happening. I'll have a bad set, mm-hmm. right? And then for some reason I'll go, man. Well, if I wasn't up late last night fucking talking her ass, I could have been working on my jokes. And then I'm, the set would have gone better. She's the reason she's bringing me down. And I have to talk myself out of that. And I have to be like, no, 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 it's okay. It's like you know, you get stuff from talking to her, and it, it helps you. You probably have a lot of material, and you've probably grown a lot from having this. But there is this little part of me that I know maybe is self sabotaging. 
that will find blame. I, I think learned, that happens too. I think self sabotage. Bet you with us, like we some unique people. I yeah, think you got to be a, a, a unique woman to deal with entertainers. Number one, and yeah, all this shit that goes with this shit. You know, and especially uh, all that other pussy that's out. No, nah, I mean, you know, Robert Boy, Robert Powell, comedian, right? He did the Shack thing. He got a joke about. He just talked about like how you know women got all Tiger Woods about shit, but you don't know how many times he said no. <laughs> that means his percentage is probably low as fuck, but since you know, you don't really know how many times that's real. He said, "Fuck you." Yeah, Chris Rock got the illest shit when he said a man is only as faithful as his options. What if I'm not exercising all of these options? <laughs> yeah. What if I just exercise this man? I could not pass up. This bitch was bad. Baby. I had to put my dick in this one. Like, but I can't tell her. Look, man, you know, yeah. I, I turned down ten girls last month. That's how much I care about y'all fucked one bitch. Yeah, no, that's that's. I mean, that's why it's always different between when men cheat and women cheat. You know, and the people talk about. I hear comments talk about all the time. I agree with it. I think now it, it's just we don't do it with emotion. Like men cheat for ego, women cheat for emo. emo. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I, just, I think it's fucked up. I think it's more fucked up when they cheat because they got more practice not doing it. Hell yeah. They they. I don't think they. Every remember we talking about cat calling earlier, you know right? Saying? Yeah. They've been going through this shit all that. You should not be impressed by no nigga. Running That's what I'm saying. Is you've heard at this point you done heard all this yeah, shit. Yeah. So you're cheating to spite True. me. True. That's why I always tell girls. I mean, back in the day when I was in these streets, I'm like, y'all don't got no game. Is this some women understand my story? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I would tell them a nice story and they would fall for it. I think marriage. I love marriage. Is a it's amazing, thing. dog. If, I'm not if gonna it's lie done to you. Right, man. It's. It's amazing. It, it's relaxing. It's it's so much shit you don't have to fucking worry about. <sighs> like what? I, oh, first of all, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. If you like, especially if your girl really do like, if your it's nothing like a woman who makes you, especially if you a working man, you travel, you do a, that makes home comfortable. When you walk in the house, you ain't even got to, you just feel it like. Mm. Oh, I just feel like the house massages you. Nobody gonna tell. It just feels feel like just, mama, man. I feel. Oh, you feel home. You see your little people. Everything is like this. Is why I do it. Feel like mama. <laughs> feel like mama. You yeah. know how many girls don't know how to be mama? Wait, you're saying like what? The house is clean. Not just. Not just. It's not even about clean. It's just a vibe, man. Yeah. It's just a energy your girl gives you. It's nothing like somebody. This don't sound corny, but you can share your real dreams with. Yeah, that yeah. you can't share with nobody else that, that, that won't think you crazy. Like, yeah. no, this is some insane. I think I should be doing next. My girl never thought I was crazy when I first met her, and I was running around selling dope, and I was telling her all of these. Big things I wanted to accomplish, things I wanted to do. She never thought I was crazy. The first time I ever filled out an application for a radio station, she drove me to the radio station and mm. sat there with me on the couch while we filled out the application. Really? Like, that's how long we've been together. We've been together since 1998. I started yeah. off as an intern in 90 fucking eight. But marriage to me, like, I told you this. When I looked at Kansas at the wedding, me, her, and my daughter, it was like, I felt something go the fuck away. Yeah. Mm. And when the pastor read the vows... I didn't realize the vows were going to touch me in that way. Like, oh shit, I can't, I can't say these shit in front of God and and, that and go do some bullshit. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. no. So then that's when you start praying for other things. You start praying for, you know what? Just help me to be a good father. Help me to be a a, a good husband. Mm -hmm. That's all I want. Mm -hmm. And I swear, man, like, the sex now is so fucking. I mean, it's been good, but I'm talking about it's like next level. Like, let me ask you: Is it Olympic good? Yes, you can get a gold medal. <laughs> the other day, I, listen, I, let me tell you something. We went out, we had date night the other night. You know, you got to call the babysitter and all that shit like that. So we went out, got drunk like we was in our fucking early 20s, uh -huh. ate, ate weed candy and all that shit. I passed out in the pussy. 
Really? Like, I, like I, we was fucking so hard <laughs> and so passionate yeah. that when I passed out, yeah. I literally was just on top of her. Cause I'm trying to have another kid, so like I like to nut and then lay there for a while just to make sure that shit stays in that motherfucker. Yeah. So I nutted in her, and when I woke up, I, I heard the door like trying to open. I'm like, oh, you know, you realize we at? It's my daughter trying to come in the room. Like it's seven. I'm looking down, like, oh shit, I've been here the whole time. Like, I passed out <laughs> on top of her in the fucking pussy, yo. That's a beautiful That's thing. Marriage. That's a beautiful thing. That's marriage. Like, I don't know That's what these marriage. motherfuckers talking about. You don't fucking all that shit. Hey, man, I feel like marriage and and put whatever me and her had, it increased it times 30. How and long she, have you been married? A, a month and some month change and, now. See, that, there's people listening <laughs> right now. Like, if you don't shut your month and change yeah, ass but, up. But, see, they were 17 years. Say, fucking months. He been with her for 17. It's just a maturity thing. Like, we... I think for me it took me a while to grow the fuck up yes. you know what I mean and I, I hate this I, it's not me shitting on myself I, even with her I think with her I think even now she's she she just she she wants to she been under little rail this whole time and I didn't do a good job of helping her find herself within you know I didn't know when to take a break from me you yeah, understand what I'm yeah, saying yeah, and I, yeah, I did yeah. a terrible job at that I mean at the end of the day she was a great great woman and I, you know I wish things could have worked out but you can't women their emotions and their feelings once they once they done, they can yeah. be really done with your ass. Yeah. And I don't think I was ever that dude. Like, she probably already had that dude that she gave all them fucking, I'm Chances done with to. you feeling. Like, I don't think I, I was that guy. Yeah. I was a guy probably that was supposed to have been the good one. Yeah. Like, you supposed to have been different. Now she about to be a lesbian because of your ass. <laughs> oh, no. Now you, probably, <laughs> hey, now you kids that's a, that's, <laughs> a, hey, that's a compliment. I take that shit. Oh, man. I would what? love that if a girl, my girl, turns into a lesbian. You ruined her so bad that she don't want dick no more. No, that I was so good, no other dick works. Oh, she had to move on to something else. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> she can't bear it. It's like you had a steak so good, you're like, I can't have burgers no more. See, I'm I'm 34. How old are you, bro? 34. You think that you could find somebody at this point in your life? That you could open up to, yeah. And I actually mean, be in a relationship with him, right? Like I can't. Not? My dad well, had like, me. No, that was Charmaine. I believe so. Forty. I think. I think now because of my mindset, I'm going into it totally. Different. Even when I, you know, date now and talk, mm-hmm. I don't. It's it's not even patience. I could tell when it's like, nah, you ain't, yeah, yeah, yeah. you ain't together. I couldn't read this seven, eight years ago. Now I'm like, yeah, I get it. Because now I'm really, because I'm thinking about more than just me now. You know, whoever this next one we're gonna be gonna have to be able to be around my children. Mm-hmm. You know, at some point, not yeah. early. I ain't that dude. I'm like, you ain't gonna meet my damn kids. You can like a pic on Instagram, but you'll never see him in person. Hmm. But uh, <laughs> until I know this is some real shit, you know what I'm saying? So I think it, I, Steve Harvey's kind of motivation, to be honest with you, because he looks really happy. He was married to his first wife for a long time, but he wants he, he just looks happier. His money looked better. And once he blew up, he upgraded. He upgraded. See, I, I don't I believe in that. Well, I, I don't know if it's just that. I don't know. If, I don't think his story is just about upgrading, though. Okay. So what is it about, bro? I don't think his story is just about upgrading. I think it's more or less about just just finding somebody he really has chemistry with. Like, he got closer to God and everything once he met Shorty. You know, with his... I don't know his situation with his ex, but you could tell he wasn't happy. Yeah. And then you could see he, he started writing books. He started getting way more work outside of just comedy. Felt like his he got his stuff together once he met the lady he's with now. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's kind of motivating. I'm like, I'm very, I think I'm going to meet an, I, I mean, I'm going to always keep the door open to whatever if she ever changed her mind. It's a, it's a very slight 
Very slight dog. Maybe Steve Harvey got into the church because he knew he did his ex-wife dirty, so he was praying for repentance. And maybe his new wife all about that money, so he had to motherfucking get on his grind. He looked happy, though. To really keep it going. He just looked happy. Everybody looks happy. Everybody, I mean, not like, you know, you look at Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle. D-Wade looks happy. Hey, listen, I'm I'm all for it. (laughs) I'm with it. New makes you happy, though. I think that's part of it. It's like you get a new car, you're happy in the car, but eventually that car is going to have the same problems the last car had, so. That's if your intentions ain't messed. Like, with my intentions, it ain't about, okay, I want to find somebody new like that's gonna make me happy I just yeah. I just wanna be happy but marriage is new like me I, like I, I've been with the mother of my child for 17 years yeah. marriage is new now she's got my last name and I introduce her as my wife it, mm. it feels different that's it ain't a like, whole great oh, new life girl this my wife yeah, right. my boy's like nah, it's my wife you know what I'm saying it's, mm. You know, we got this, our names on the mail together and this and that. Like, she's on my health insurance now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all about, had, to, have, y'all about to have a great her own next health 17 insurance years. For 17 years. Yes. She, she make her own good living. That's what I'm saying. I think y'all going to, just hearing y'all, I think it's going to be great. I'm not bro. going nowhere. I'm one and done. Like, I'm out. We'll see. Going, <laughs> You're I'm a done. month and a half in. I don't give a fuck. I've been with First of all, she's the most loyal person I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we've been through our ups and downs. She's cheating on me. I've cheated on her. We did what the fuck we had to do. We didn't let it be a deal breaker. We've broken up, gotten back together. We got yeah. a child together. I love my. I love. My situation. I that's, love that's, going. That's home. life like too. It ain't gonna be easy. People don't yeah. the the upgrade and even just being blessed. Joe is getting through that through the hard part. I, I look at my career. I never quit this, no matter how hard it was. Mm-hmm. I thank you. I didn't. Oh, dude, this guy said something great to me. He's like, uh, <laughs> he, he he said this. Uh, I feel like we have this this expectation for relationships that we're not supposed to work on it. It's just supposed to work regularly. And then he goes, "When you got a business, what do you do with your business? You just let that shit." Do no. whatever it does. You, you work every, every day. day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and if that's the same mentality you have with a relationship, which I can't say I've had, you know, I, I've definitely rested on my laurels with my relationship, but it really, you know, put a light bulb off in my head. I'm like, yo, maybe I need to book a little vacation somewhere. Maybe I need to fucking go to do the what you yes, do, you do, like what you shit. do for your career. <laughs> yes. Comedy <laughs> is so do. heartbreaking. It yeah. does everything. It hurts. You got people. It's so much that happens. That's like, oh, if I can get through that, why well, I can't make a relationship? Right? Yeah, yeah, but guess what? We live the greatest lives because we travel. You know what Kevin Lyles told me, man? OG Kevin Lyles, OG said, this is before I was married. He goes, Charlotte, man, I'm telling you something, man. I can't tell you to get married, but I can tell you to find somebody that you can share your life experiences with. Mm. Uh-huh. Why wouldn't you take her with you to Charlotte this weekend if she don't got nothing to do? I'll take her with you to wherever you're at. I do. I try to. Actually, I really try to take her. I got to force her, actually. Go experience that shit. You was in Europe for 10 days. Come on, man. And and the promoters, man. Hey, man, I need that ticket. You got to say it's your girl. Hey. Yeah. I need a ticket for four, whatever. Yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not at that level where I can demand tickets for four people yet. Wow. <laughs> no, no. Oh, see, that's what you said. <laughs> What's funny, I started doing all that towards the end. I I'm tell you the bub went off and I started like taking everywhere to all my new tapings, even went to LA, had meetings and let her sit there with me because she's she's talented too, she can write. So I tried oh, it was already but that's just me. <laughs> that's what I wanted to do. That's how I wanted to build my thing. You know, I always want my woman to I did the girl I wanted to pick is we can be a partner. They don't have to be stand. I just we can create That's some things up. together. Y'all so once she started spending, so bad. once I started, but she was already gone, and she couldn't hide the fact that she was gone. What if you uh, find out she fucking one of them executives at a meeting you took her to? That'd be fucked up. Yeah, but that'd be a 
I mean, with I mean, I don't know. I don't want to get. And she fucking the executive. Care, but you found out you was up for the show, and she's the one that said, "Nah, he wouldn't be right for it." Believe me, it, it'd be it'd be nice if she was, but I, I know that what ain't if true. She, but, what if she has her own show called Friends of the Executives? Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> <You're> crazy man. <laughs> That's all her, I can say. Jermaine's thugged out brother. Uh, Jamal. <laughs> Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rod. Tell us when Friends of the People come on, my yeah. brother. Friends of the People comes on every Tuesday night on True. TV at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 p.m. Central. All the episodes will be on YouTube and on TrueTV.com and also available on iTunes after they come on. So, so check out those episodes now because there's a couple that they can watch, yeah, right? The first episode is online now on YouTube and uh, right after it comes on tomorrow, the second episode will be on there too. So you're going to really enjoy the show. Every episode is every episode is dope. How were the ratings for the first show? It was alright. It wasn't great, but it was they were still really excited about everything. Yeah. So, and I don't, this is my first time learning about the ratings game, too. I Bro, mean, I've never the had a ratings show for a sketch show. Kim Peel apparently doesn't do shit on TV, mm-hmm. but people watch this thing online. Mm-hmm. Yep. Greg, my brother, Gregory, uh, he showed me a bunch of these clips and he just gets in like a wormhole. He'll just watch clip after clip after clip. Are they putting your sketches that, individually? Is, that's, up what, there? that's what we're trying to, we're, they started doing that last week with a few of them, but we want to do that. Dude, that's a, get that's that the motto out, of it. At the end of the day, it's not about, you really can't even. You, with a cable show, you got to at least give it two seasons. Yeah, yeah. let it go. Let yeah. people. Feel, yeah, the first form season got to see it. Yeah, yeah it, so it, hopefully but put them online though. If they, oh no, you ain't. That is our. That is our everyday. Get Jamal involved, man. <laughs> Jamal, get Jamal in there. Uh, like, Jamal, like, the hell? keep bringing up my brother. <laughs> y'all, uh, y'all in good hands over there though. Chris is Chris is a good dude. The president. I love Chris Lane. He's a man. real dude. He's cool and he's excited. Ain't nothing like when the network is excited. So. He used to be at MTV. Now he's over there. So. Shorts, you gotta go. We're out. We're shutting it down. Yes. He's going to do a fake show. I'm gonna do a fake show right now. But, um, as always, if you listen to this show and you you think you learned something and you think we're brilliant, you're right. If you listen to this show and you think we don't know shit and we're all a bunch of idiots, you're right too. It's the Brilliant Idiots Podcast. Lil Rel, thank you for stopping by, my brother. Thanks for having me, man. Have fun. 